11 o'clock comics episode one one and one Better late than never. He's here. That's right. It's true. Day past his expiration. Still, he still tastes good though. Damn, yes, it. Man. I don't you know what I loved about his vacation? That I wasn't here. No, that he tweeted his ass off. He, he still was thinking about us. Did you during his vacation? When I'm on my vacation, I don't. Y'all are ghosts. You're like, I know you're like at a convention. You're like, I don't know not that. I don't <laughs> know shit. It's like unless unless we're online. Exactly. Exactly. The only time the BlackBerry comes out. Fuck yeah, yeah. then it's like tweeting or gizzards. I'm shooting tweeting, but you know, Twitter is a lovely tool. It's very useful, but you have to be really careful who you follow. Yeah. 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 I'm learning that now because there are some before? some people that I love very very much. Yeah, but it seems like lately there's uh, a couple people who tweet incessantly and it's just like bang 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 one after the other until i have like 15 or 16 tweets and it's like i love these people so i can't unfollow them but sometimes i just want to say i just want to tweet please shut up for five seconds just sh- just five seconds well, how many people do you follow like 40 39 40 wow I, I follow like 400 and so you'd probably go nuts if i, if oh, I that that, that's way too much i yeah. had i had to unfollow stanley me too. Oh, there you go. Uh, That's the uh, first, first sensible yeah. thing you've done in a long time. <laughs> oh, shit. And release yeah. him out. Yeah, I yeah. followed him once, but the cops chased me away. Well, yeah. I unfollowed Eric Larson. I unfollowed... Uh, what? Tony I haven't Harris. followed him. I ha- See, I, I have, I'm have. i a pretty good... I'm pretty good at, at ch- fo- eh, channeling out the noise. I mean, I have... I can also access the list, because more times than not, I'm... I'm Mo. Mo times? Mo, Mo times <laughs> than not. I use you got, uh, I, I'm um, <laughs> using uh, using Twitter later on on my iPhone, so I can I can kind of wean people off that way and and just kind of focus on my list, so I'm not reading everything. But there are a lot of people I do follow a lot of people, but I just have to be careful and, and yeah yeah. Oh, well, I don't and Larson, I don't use it. Larson with Larson, I'm just like, dude, it's called a blog. Get one. I know. I mean, that same joke about Tony Harris. I'm like, I don't talk to Eric Larson like, who like that. Who wants to chip in and set Tony Harris up on a WordPress blog? Because he's confusing Twitter for blogging. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Um, I don't use any of those filters or anything, though, so I get everything. Like, I'm not uh, advanced. I just like to see everything come through. And sometimes it's just like a flood of stuff, Derek Howard. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> you have to not read it. So, yeah. You look at, look out for You don't want to miss anything, like, from Tom Kears or anything like that. Let's see. Tom doesn't tweet that much. Once in a while. Uh, I mean, he's not, well, when he he's not like New Mutant. So New Mutant. Gotta... You mute, he, Alec, uh, or Alan. Alan will like breathe. I just breathed and just like that tweet that out. I'm I'm in the car. I'm walking. My thing is is the Twitter. What I like about it is it's like a cocktail party. So when I'm not around or I miss something, doesn't bother me at all. It's just like being at a party and you're with a bunch of people. Right. I agree. I agree. If you don't if you don't hear a conversation, if it's that important, you'll hear about it the next time you see them. Or you just it's not that important. So but but how can you actually contribute something to a statement like I just crossed the street? 
How do you con- how do you right. you, oh, you, right. you really can't? I, 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 I contribute by unfollowing. But, but see, I feel well, bad. Well, that's where things like the four square drive me nuts, like where you, yeah. you know, someone's like, I don't oh, give a fuck for you. I'm, I'm at back donuts with four other well, people. I care. Like, really? So. Why do I give a shit about that? I, I, I have a heart, so I don't like to unfollow people. Hey, everybody, look at this. It's 11 o'clock comics, and I am who? Vince B. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. I figure a bunch of people just unfollowed us, and I'm, I'm um, Chris yeah. Yes, you are. I'm, yes, I'm David are. Price. Hi. Hi. Back from vacation. Back. Finally here. The well-rested, effervescent David A. Price. Uh, and I, or I should say, uh, Und, I am Axel Braun. Oh, no. You're not, I thought you were going to be Gary Coleman for sure. Oh, damn. No, no, I'm Axel Braun. going to be Jim Joy. No. Yeah. Too soon. So, for so Gary Coleman? Uh, Axel Braun? No. Oh. Gary Coleman. Or Rue oh. McCallaghan. You, no, oh, if you damn. were Rue McCallaghan, you wouldn't be in this room. There you go. No, you're not. You're Jason Wood. Everybody's here. And the person, the entity, the thing that brought us all together is what? DCB Service. Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. The place where you can get your books at far below retail. Oh, my God. 35 45 55 Up to 75% off selected items. I took a look at this month's Excel spreadsheet. The Jacques Tardy color volume. 53% off. Wait, which, wait, wait, yes. Which one is, which one is that? I can't. I'm not a. I'm not a French. Uh, I don't pronounce French very well. It's um, the. I don't know. It's hyphenated. Al- it's a. Alame showed me this. Uh, this thing that that he did that was just freaking unbelievable. And, there's uh, a pterodactyl in it. It's beautiful stuff. Yes, and we must get it. And it's fifty-three percent off on this month's Excel spreadsheet, which will translate into this much this month's order form at DCBService.com. Where you like fifty-three percent off? Add an extra eight percent on top of that if you're a first-time user. Type in EOC eight. That's EOC eight. You'll get an extra eight percent off on top of that. You're not going to get a better deal than that, at least not for your first one. So there you go. DiscountComicBookService.com. Check them out. Woot. Yay! Well yeah. Done. Thank you. All right. Um, drink roll call. Oh let's, boy. Let's let's do it because I got a good one this week. Uh, oh, Jason, right. why, why don't you why don't you kick us off? What are you drinking? Ah, well, I hope everyone had a good Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm drinking something that I made uh, for a little Memorial Day beach party uh, we had. Uh, electric lemonade, which um, it's a little bit of uh, well diet sprite in my case. Some absolute citron, little blue curacao. Some fresh lemon and some sour mix uh, with ice, and uh, it's a tasty summer beverage. That it sounds, sounds like it is. Yeah, real good, real good. Too much work for me though. Oh, that sounds young. Well, we made a couple pitchers up for the party, and I had a pitcher left over. So oh, so then it's not work at all. Damn. There you go. There you go. Well, well, Vince, what didn't you work on very hard this week? My balls. <laughs> I am, every week. I am drinking. This stuff is really good. It's very tasty. Mountain Dew Voltage. Did you ever have this? It's the blue raspberry ginseng Mountain Dew. It's great. There's only one bad thing about the Dew. Their diet versions are horrendous. And I, I, I love the cancer-causing artificial sweeteners. So I'm, I'm not drinking a whole lot of it. So I love it. And I have a couple of cans of Pepe Mac on deck. See them down there? Pepe Mac. They're in a little kind of Marvel uh, cooler with ice. It's a bucket with Spider-Man on it, so that's my Marvel. Oh, nice. yeah. that, 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 that's okay, then. Uh, David, pick this back up. Uh, I didn't let us with, down. Uh, with, with some, uh, added some vodka and some uh, acai berry and pomegranate juice. 
Saeed Berry. Wow, look at you shaking off the wine. They well because right. the only thing I had was was red and like like Chris said never drink last week he uh, he says you know you gotta start it's gonna be a little too warm for for the red and I had the red earlier tonight and I'm like no you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna have something a little cooler so there you go time, time, time to move into your rosés yeah I'm thinking that yeah oh my god <laughs> um, well you guys know I, I've been I've been really enjoying the craft beers of late, and I have absolutely fallen in love with a brewery that is uh, just on the other side of the the Great Lake here in Holland, Michigan, and it is the New Holland Brewing Company. And mm-hmm. everything I've had from them is absolutely phenomenal. And um, for this week, I am uh, uh, drinking their El Mole Ocho, and uh, as you can tell, it's 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 a it's a, a mole based beer. Which sounds a little. Are you hanging there with me? Yeah, we're here. Yeah. All right. Um, I will just. Um, they they describe it better than I do, so I'm going to read right off of the label here. Um, our exploration into the flavors of mole, the legendary sauce of central Mexico, multi aroma and rich coca laden body, laced with an invigorating tinge of dried chilies and coffee. Um, so this is uh, this is definitely uh, a darker beer. Um, it's got a lot of uh, coffee undertones with, um, you know, mole is, is kind of a, a spicy chocolate sauce, I guess is the best way to describe it. Uh-huh. If you've never had like a real mole sauce um, and, and never buy like a canned mole sauce, always have like a fresh mole sauce. But I had a, had a, no, seriously, never, never have like canned mole. It's terrible. Um, I don't get think like, I'll ever like be in that fresh, position. Like fresh mole from like an authentic Mexican restaurant, it's it's an amazing um, flavor. It's 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 like it's like spicy non sweet chocolate. Um, it's hard to describe, but um, there's there's some chilies in this that give it just a little bit of spice on the back end. It is a it is a delicious delicious beer. Wow. Yes. So uni- wasn't isn't the universe made up of moleeds? Didn't didn't. <laughs> No? <laughs> could be, could be. That sounds very tasty. I would probably drink that if it's got it spice, is, is. like spicy hot. I would probably love that because I um, love it's, everything. It's hot. not, it's not spicy hot. There's a hint of spice on the back end. Uh, um, uh, I would imagine that this is probably served um, quite often at like a Rick Bayless restaurant. I can see. Yeah. Have, have he, makes, he makes moles. He loves mm-hmm. a big fan of the mole. So yes. Yeah, now speaking of Twitter, um, you want to follow an interesting guy and 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 get an interesting look at uh gourmet uh restaurateur in in the city follow rick bayless i mean he was posting pictures of the 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 chili garden they have um on the roof of frontera it's amazing so anyway there you go that. and then he have some the man El, yes and then have some el mole ocho from uh new 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 holland brewery so there you go well, before we get into and everything, anything and everything, I have a clarification from last episode. I talked about uh, Zero Patrol from Continuity, remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not Esteban Maroto art inked by Neil Adams. I did a little bit more snooping. It's the actual Esteban Maroto art from the 60s that Neil Adams stumbled upon in his younger days. Ah. He just reworked a couple of panels here and there and rework some dialogue here and there so it's a it's actually a team effort but it's mostly esteban moroto with neil adams exerting his influence over the work so but it's okay. great so i just want to make sure that 
in case someone listens to these episodes in sequence, that's the clarification. I had it wrong last time, and I got it right this time. I like to. Well done. I like to follow I, up on shit. And I, I'm tweeting a picture of my drink roll call right now. Oh, right now. oh check it. Oh boy, <laughs> not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> so let's talk about some comics. I'm all fired up. I got something that. No, I don't want to go first. I'm gonna oh, be please. long. Please, you always say that. Just go. First. I, I don't. I'll, I'll be long. Break tradition. Be... Go first. Oh boy. Yeah, you got notes and shit. Get it done, son. <sighs> well, a while back, Matt from Hall tipped me off to on this uh, first issue, but his PM got buried in my inbox. Mm-hmm. And Likely so, story. I know it does. I get a lot of PMs, right, David? Don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah, and if I don't catch them when they come in, I don't catch them. So. Uh, if they go off the first page, I'm I'm dead. Um, hey, Mr. Popular. No, nah, Mr. Gullible. Uh, oh. this, this is a series from artist, uh, writer, cartoonist Michael DeForge. He's a Canadian. the The series is yeah, called Yeah, yeah Moose. <laughs> The series is called Lose by Michael DeForge. It's a uh, color, really nice color covers. It's printed on a coated stock like a clay coated very nice stock the pages are very heavy stock uh 10 by 7 24 pages five bucks five bucks you can't wow, beat it talk about papers getting me hot <laughs> and if you want to play along with us at home you can fire up your web browser or your internet ready mobile device and head on over to our forum at forum.bullpenbulletinspodcast.com or www.11o'clockcomics.com and look for the sticky thread named 11 o'clock comics episode 111 in which you are currently soaking the thread is loaded with images of michael deforge's work it's been up for a day or so i tried to field some comments from our wonderful forumites but uh not many bit so um it's ready for your eager eyes and when this episode goes live which hasn't happened yet in our time but in your time it will so the past time and the future time equals the real time you can see his artwork as I'm talking about it I'm gonna try and do this more often because you need visuals when you talk about this stuff. plan especially Michael's work which is exquisite the, the cover of the first issue which you can see on that thread there if you're in there now it uh, depicts a panorama of hell overlaid on the face of the artist himself the he's the tortured self-loathing and self-doubting writer artist DeForge mixes it's it's a very unique very cool style he mixes like geometric design elements with this lush organic shapes and brushwork he's got a fantastic style but it's one of those that you must see to appreciate I can tell you what it reminds me of I see flashes of Richard Sala in his work Dave Cooper uh, he draws these hydrocephalic characters with these huge heads, kind of like Stephen Weisman from the Yikes series. Have any of you seen Stephen Weisman's works? It, it's great. I don't but think so. I, I kind of got that feel from <clears throat> in, in, in sections of this. It, it kind of also reminded me of Pendleton Ward's Adventure Time from Cartoon Network, that new show that's on now. There's a little bit of that in here, but I, I'm fascinated by this guy's graphic universe. It, it's incredible to me. It's like a place where everything perspires matter seems to exist in like this state halfway between solid and liquid and god is a gigantic easily angered cyclopean dripping blast black mass of ick that's god but i'll get into that in a little while oh probably about 45 minutes from now it's it, it's a one-man in anthology of interconnected stories there's there's a bunch of different story snippets in here but they all coalesce into this 
ongoing narrative when when you take a step back and and see what is what he's doing uh it, it opens appropriately enough with the art of Michael DeForge the artist it, it's a series of actually two pages no one page it's a series of gag panel strips one panel gag strips called dogs in college and this is one panel. Uh, there's two dogs sitting on chairs, and the one dog says, I just think it's really fucked up to fetishize terriers that way. And another dog says, I agree with you, but let's forget. We're talking about Rex for a second. What if a dog isn't attracted to physical characteristics that just happen to be more common in some breeds more than others? I don't think there's anything. And, woo, 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 and he starts barking, and he says, I need a walk. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just nuts. Then another one. There's a black dog on a laptop and a, a dog off, almost off panel, saying, "Stop! Stop Google image searching fire hydrants for f one fucking minute." I'm your girlfriend, and I'm trying to have a conversation with you. <laughs> nice. So, but he, that's the setup, though. So you get these, this page of of gag panel strips, and then it segues into the artist himself. Michael inserts himself as a character in the narrative, and he's lamenting over his problems with women and friends and his propensity for panic attacks, and he's talking to somebody off-panel. And he, you know, he's getting stuff out of the refrigerator and pouring grape juice for someone, and you see a little hand with a glove on it from off-panel come in and grab the drink. And he's, he's, he's talking about how he doesn't have anybody, he can't rely on anybody, and the person he's talking to as the camera pulls back is Hal Jordan. <laughs> nice. Oh, and, and, and Hal says, well, you've always got me, buddy. And the artist says, well, you know, you say that, but then you're off and you're out of here as soon as that space ring goes off. And Hal says, hey. And Michael DeForest says, I'm sorry, GL. You know I think the world of what you and the corpse do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, this thing just cracks me the frig up. <sighs> then it moves into Young Green Lantern. Little Hal Jordan uh, is having problems. <laughs> now, a question for you before you, how do they get away with using Hal Jordan in that? Like, is it protected under parody? I would assume so, yes. Much like Mad Magazine. Right, right. Uh, you know, there, it's, there's a thin line between parody and exploitation. Right, right. And right. I don't think you can actually define one or one or the other but mm -hmm. it, it's young green lantern and and little hal uh is like the artist is having a creative block he has this inability to use his ring creatively he's trying to to uh fabricate some useful things but all he can do is manifest naked uh forms of wonder woman and uh his father but so then it, it we go back to the artist and this is where the meat of the issue begins um DeForge is visited by Nesbitt Lemon, his very own guardian elf, who transported himself from a mystical dimension in the artist's time of need. And he arrives to show him, kind of like It's a Wonderful Lifestyle, what the world would be like without Reginald Fellows. And Michael DeForge says, well, wait a minute, my, my name's Michael. And the, the, the guardian elf was sent to the wrong person. He gets all pissed off. He goes, ah, fuck. And, and he blinks out back to i'm assuming heaven it's just a another another dimension and he, he goes to have it out with god this colossal one-eyed dripping lovecraftian mountain of black goo and he's bitching about his working conditions and he gets so pissed off he tells god fuck you nice. and and god banishes him to the underworld and while he's doing that the michael deforge commits suicide <laughs> so 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 nesbitt lemon is sent to hell 
and hell is populated by, wait for it, cartoon characters. This, uh, this is this is where the issue really kicks off. It, it's it's so well done. He lands in hell, and and this building, this edifice that he lands next to, is a structure shaped in the head, uh, resembling the head of Ernie Bushmiller's Nancy. It's a building yes. shaped like uh, Nancy's yes. head. Yep, yep, and yep. and if you look really closely as the story progresses, there's another building shaped like Black Bolt's head. Right above the door, there's the tuning fork. <laughs> so he, he's in hell, and he wanders off into a bar, and the bar is is just loaded with cartoon characters. Bullwinkle's in there getting his drink on, Astro Boy, the Yellow Kid, Swamp Thing, Dick Tracy's thrown up into his hat, he's so drunk. Reed Richards is there, and he's stretching his arm down the row, and Clarabelle the clow- Clown, not the Clown, Clarabelle the Cow is there, and he's grabbing her tit. <laughs> her udders? Yes. <laughs> no, her uppers. Oh, okay. Even, even Gary, Panner's, <laughs> Gary Panner's Jimbo is even in the bar. Oh, shoot. And then it gets really metaphysical. I won't go into it. Experience it for yourself. But there's one section in here that will have you guys screaming. I know what you guys like, and I'm telling you. It goes back to the young Green Lantern, and Batman is drunk off his ass. They're in the JLA meeting room, and Batman's like, oh, man, I am Drizzy. And uh, nice. Hal, Hal Jordan and and Barry are sitting at the JLA table, and Batman's like, fucking party. Come on, guys, let's party. Oh, and, now you get this. Is, hot girl says, hot girl's Bruce. Stop. And he's like, I thought this is what you young people like. Look at me. I'm a teenager. And he's got his hands all like praying mantis kind. Oh. He's like, he's like, I'm so irresponsible, getting trashed. And they're trying to ignore him. And he's making an ass out of himself. And he says, that's what you kids like doing, right? Let's go to a party. Let's hook up. You want to hook up with me, hot girls? And, and Hal goes, oh, man. Batman just gets in his face. I hear you say something. And he's all putty. He goes, yeah, that's what I thought. And he's all black in the background nice. and mysterious. It's hysterical. It's that's hysterical. Thought, but the, the point of it is they, the, the Justice League paid for Hal to go to art school. And Batman's getting in his face because of it. And uh, Hal goes, fucking jock asshole gets away with everything. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's freaking brilliant. It, this issue is brilliant. And it's not, you know... He's preying on the stuff that we love, so it's it's not an easy laugh because that's pretty inventive, you know. Uh, but it, it's there. He's just pulling at those comic heartstrings that that we all have, and it, it, which is kind of cool for an indie artist to this. I mean, this is this book is a hundred percent alternative, but he's also throwing a little bit of mainstream love in there too, so it'll appeal to everybody. I w- I would assume it would appeal to everybody. It's fantastic. I won't spoil the bulk of it, but we will. You run into Abaddon, the Lord of Tides, this salivating black mountain that's the boss of the underworld. There's this character called Chirpy. He's a hairless, sweating cross between a cephalopod and Tina from Dan Klaus's Like a Velvet Glove Cast in Iron. If you've read that, you know what I'm talking about the potato shaped girl. Uh, there's a character called Matthew who at one time was a cartoon character straight out of something from the Fleischer Studios, but now he's this grizzled, blackened, uh, sagging flesh creature with fly wings, and he's got like Jughead's hat on. Uh, there's ritual, attempted ritual sacrifice in here. It, it, it's amazing. It, it's just, 
it, it's it's levity tinged with darkness. Just when you think you know he's trying to he's he it's it's humorous and he's making jokes. There's this dark undercurrent that comes out from from nowhere, and you just ah, uh, it's like repulsive, hilarious, unsettling, ironic, uh, all at the same time, simultaneously. It's it's really unique. I, I don't think I've encountered too many comics like this. Um, Nesbit stays over Chirpy's house because it's late and lurking behind Nesbitt's bed is Homer and Marge Simpson. Like, what awesome. are they doing there? You don't, <laughs> and it's never explained why they're there. In, in the middle of the night, Nesbitt is abducted and Chirpy almost kills him on this, this altar to Abaddon. And the, there's a, a trough that comes off the, the sacrificial altar and it's, there's a trench carved in the floor and the, the, the trench terminates into Charlie Brown's head. So the blood drains down the trench and fills Charlie Brown's head with blood. It's nuts. It, 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 it's nuts. There's shades of Stuart Gordon in here with the pineal gland. It, if you've seen that movie, it's incredible. And I, I can't praise this thing enough. I read the first issue at least five times. It's something so unique that you have to experience. I can talk about it for another 45 minutes, but you really need to experience this to get the full, the full thrust of just how special this issue is well i will say this you you posted some preview images in that thread and that helped a lot because mm -hmm. visualizing those images as you talked about this made it much easier to grasp and i, I knew it would in the abstract it's it sounds very much out there to the point where you don't know and you know if you like it or not it's right it, it, compare and contrast it to when you talked about pim and francie it's very much remember, like that but remember i was very nonplussed by your descriptions it was hard to really get what right. you're getting at but then right. i saw the images and I said, oh, this actually looks pretty fascinating. So I think this was a nicer way to do it. You know what I mean? Right. He, now, he calls it a horror issue. comic. So how many pages is it, and where can we get uh, it? I think it's, well, you can you can visit our forum. I have links there. But if you're not a forum-type person, you can uh, go to kingtrash.com okay. or Koyama Press, K-O-Y-A-M-A -A Press, one word, dot com. That's the publisher. Uh, he has an, a really neat offer where you can get issues one and two Shipped from Canada for twelve fifty, so it's five bucks a piece What's plus two two fifty postage. God, that's like thirty five dollars Canadian. What's cover price? <laughs> the cover price is five bucks. That was for issue. Gobo. Yeah. And how many pages, Vince? Uh, I think this issue. Roughly. The first one's first one's twenty four. The second one f seems a lot not a lot thicker, but substantially thicker. Second one, I won't talk about it too much uh -huh. it's as strange and wonderful as the first issue i'll give you a couple of, of tidbits odd cowboy costume wearing kids severed animal heads ravenous carrion intelligent disease spreading arachnids and meat lots and lots of meat that's what the second issue is about it, it's it, and it's almost a complete issue is the one story you have a couple little tiny vignettes here or there but the, the bulk of the issue is one story continuing story it's great and and you can see the, the cover for issue two on our website too. It's awesome. It sounds like a Cater's family reunion. It's very black, very dark, <laughs> and like like I said, he, DeForge calls it a horror comic. I think it's more than that. It, it it's it's comedy horror. Uh, it's like a pop culture whirlpool. You you, you get uh, the superhero archetypes and cartoon characters and semi-autobiographical comics like Chester Brown or Robert Crumb. It's great. It's, it's fantastic. I would, I can't recommend it enough. Please check this guy's work out because he's one of those guys that's not going to go away. He, Sold. He's, he's that strong. Yeah. yeah. 
The first Beautiful. issue cover looks very familiar to me. I don't know if maybe I saw it in in Chicago or something, but it maybe you're pulling your race memory from the collective unconscious. Ooh, could be. I doubt it. Could be. <laughs> I would doubt it too. It's great. Even Chris would like it, and he's Mikey. He don't like anything. Hey, that's true. That is not fucking true. Especially if he doesn't have a DC <laughs> bullet on the cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> David has a lot of catching up to do. Chris is so cranky. It's like I wouldn't be cranky if y'all Chris didn't know sold. exactly what, 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 what buttons to push. <laughs> it's like, man, those guys know exactly what buttons to push for you, don't they? Yes, we do. That's why you're our brother. I love you. Why are you why, Chris, why are you so different on 11 o'clock than you were on AC? It's like, well, they know exactly what, they know exactly what I buttons. I wear a suit and tie to AC. Exactly. Well, I got something that'll make you happy, uh, Chris. Yeah, you were. Is this what you alluded to on the forum about two books that you compared and contrasted, and you were very oh, surprised? Oh no, but we can go that route if you want. But I, I yeah, because no, you know what, I want to talk about Avengers. Okay, well, just real quick, off, what Chris. I was just going to say to Chris is Wait, uh, the, the, the good, the good <laughs> one or the really shitty one. There wasn't on a, a shitty one. Uh, all, right, all right, hold on. Or I mean, the secret one or the really Aye. shitty one. All right, my God, who's involved? Or- Mike, <laughs> Michael DeForge, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. Seriously. <laughs> Hey guys, this is John. I'm Major BSC on the forums, and it's 4.30 local time for Chicago, and I'm taking a study break from my finals, and as during my break, I've been looking over my shelf full of comics, and I've estimated that I've spent at least 500 bucks on my comic collection after only reading for about a year now, and I was just wondering if comics are still seen as an investment uh, or if that's long gone and comics are just going to be depreciable assets. I mean, we've seen, like, for instance, Chew, the first issues, like the value skyrocketed in just months. But besides indie books like that, do you expect to see comics being a long-term investment at all? Or should I just forget about buying in single issues and just get everything I read in trades because it's going to be more economic that way. Alright. Thanks for hearing me out. Bye. I come <laughs> home today. Package waiting for me. It looked like it was uh, in the, the shape of a comic book page. So I thought, huh, I don't think I ordered any artwork recently. Open it up. See, it's from Mr. Sean... Black Stan Leroy Pryor from PKD oh, Media. Nice. Oh, and cool. it it's was nice. totally. It was. Um, I had uh, at the Super Show. Uh, Sean uh, Sean had been running a a raffle um, with a bunch of prizes and whatnot. And I had uh, unfortunately had to leave on Sunday before he did the raffle. So it turns out I had won something, and he had been holding it for me. And he had sent it. And then I guess it got actually sent back to him because it was signature required, and I guess we weren't there to sign. So he was kind enough to resend it this time without having signature required, and it arrived today. Uh, and dude, it, it's awesome! It is uh, an original splash page of art uh, from Mister Zach Cruzy's Mystery Solved. Web- oh, nice! And it's uh, it's it's actually uh, it's it's one of the first pages of the of the series from um, Big Jim uh, Big Jim Miller. Oh, so it's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful, man. And for those that don't know, um, Jim is actually a cartoonist. Uh, he he works on um, Ed 
isn't it Ed Ed yeah, and Eddie? Ed, Ed and Eddie, right? Ed Ed and Eddie, yeah. It's uh, he he is a uh, he is a kickass. I mean, he's straight out of the. Um, he'd fit right at home with, in in classic Mad Magazine, you know. Oh, it's, hell it's pretty, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it was like this wonderful little karmic, you know. It was from Sean. It was from Sean Pryor, who I love. It was Zach's webcomic, which of course we all love Zach. And then it's beautiful well. Jim Miller artwork, and it was free. <laughs> Stop Can't it. get any better than that. <laughs> It was awesome. We do, so I'm get we do love that. Uh, yeah. So, and uh, thanks a lot to um and to, to all three of them for uh, for creating the book and and for uh, for uh, for uh, my man Stanley Roy uh, to send it to me. So, thanks, guys. There you go. But uh, yeah, so let's talk uh, Avengers and Legion. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do it. You want to talk about you want to talk about the good one or the bad one first? Well, time out. Well, are we gonna uh, see Vince when you come into the fight with a knife, fun, you're yeah. gonna get attacked. Yeah. Vince alluded to also. There's a secret one. Mm-hmm. There's there's Avengers number one. There's Secret Avengers number one. Mm-hmm. There's Legion of Superheroes number one. Right. And um, I believe they're two parallel conversations. But um, I think I think I'll we start should off leave... by saying I actually enjoyed all three. Yeah. To varying degrees, but I enjoyed all three. To be completely honest with with everyone, I I I um I I was more than happy to have spent the money uh, on all three and plan on continuing reading all three uh, at least mm-hmm. for you know for now. So I'll, wow. I'll I'll put that out there first, and we'll we'll. We'll let someone else speak their piece. Uh, can, can, I, can I expand it to include um, yet another Marvel title that I think uh, fits in really well it, yeah. with um, Thunderbolts 144? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I heard that was good. Um, well, it was real good. Oh, I, th- I, I think it goes it goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, with the Avengers titles. Um, and uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, Secret Avengers and, and Thunderbolts. But they were both, which shouldn't surprise me because it's it's Brew Baker and and Jeff Parker, and right. I enjoyed I enjoyed both of those. Um, you didn't yeah. read Legion number one? I loved Legion. Loved Legion. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, okay. I was going to expound on that a little bit later. I figured we'd talk about the Marvel ones first. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I I read Avengers number one today. Okay. I liked it a lot. I I thought it did what a first issue should do. Uh, Introduce the new team. Set up a couple of nice subplots with Simon and the yeah, kids. That the was kids too room. subtle. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, you know, people change on a dime, and maybe there's yeah. a reason. <laughs> oh, I will, I will be back in yeah. story arc two to fuck with Cause, you. Because yeah, because because Simon's always want to talk behind Steve's back. Right after, after we, well, there may do, there right may be a re- this, right after we do this DVD tie-in, I'm gonna be I'm, back to fuck. I'm with you. so pissed, Coletta inked my one shot. It it was it. Oh. Yeah. It was, you know, I mean, I I read I read Avengers number one before we before we went away. I I did enjoy it. I haven't read Legion yet. Um, it's I, I want oh. to. I don't want to. You know, I'm not I'm not dismissing anything. I, I'm not I'm not poo pooing anything. I want to read Legion number one. I'm a big Legion fan. I love Paul Levitt. So I I want to I want to give that a shot. I don't want to talk shit about something that I haven't read. Sure. Uh, but but to say that you know the uh, the Simon thing is is kind of. Uh, ambiguous or unfounded you, you don't know where he's going with it you're it's absolutely a, right and I, it's I only it's only finish. the first it's only the first 15 minutes of the movie i i did not finish anyway. the, i only read the first issue of lethal legion so i don't know how it ended for him i heard it ended badly oh so, i have that sitting here i bought so, that actually, so uh, it between. could very well be that that you know bendis is picking up on on maybe simon's attitude at the and end seriously of yeah, it's Simon. Who gives a shit, really? I mean, he shouldn't even be with the Avengers. Only he should be wearing the red jacket. There you no. go. That's right. See. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But like, it, so you get a couple of neat little subplots with the kids 
in, with the mortise and and the the Simon thing, and uh, an you update. Get Brown. <laughs> you get you get an update on. Uh, I love that last page. Though. Steve and Tony, Marty, you know, the kids, they're screwing up the future. Uh, you got you got to stop them. Sorry, I I don't Go think on. he. No, no, really, I. It, Come on, oh, it's Back to the Future, people. Because so the Avengers are so much, uh, they're strangers to time travel and Kang. I, I get the whole, listen, it's back to the future and it's the future and, and it's your kids and I, I, I get it with the whole Avengers next, but it's not like this is if the first come time in the Avengers have ever it met wouldn't Kang. Have been you. Come on. It's, it's a, it's a Kang time travel story. Wow. Yeah. We, you know the, what yeah, I mean? No. I, I know why, mean, why are you riffing on that? I've heard that criticism from, but I, I have to say in reading the issue, it didn't. I mean, I. I, didn't I know see. I wasn't hit over the head with it, and yeah. I'm and I'm and I'm I'm like three pages, three three issues away from finishing Avengers Forever. So, I'm 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 knee deep in in Kang and time travel, and I still really wasn't Ooh. hit over the head. I know it's, it's kind of gooey at times, but yeah. I still wasn't <laughs> hit over the whole. Oh my God, where's Christopher Lloyd's appearance? I didn't. I, I mean, I I get where everybody's trying to get the jab in, but I just I wasn't hit over the head with it. Well, see, you know what? You always I, pick on the big dogs. Mm-hmm. I, I know so I alluded to, uh, to, to like, having read two books and, and liking probably people would be surprised by the one I like better. I think most people took that to mean that I was going to say I like Legion of Superheroes better than Avengers number one. I was actually talking about Secret Avengers and Avengers. And I think ah. most people that know our show would have thought that I would have preferred Secret Avengers. And I actually liked Avengers number one a little bit better than Secret Avengers number one. Really? I, I like them both fine, and I plan on reading them both, so I don't want to make it seem like, oh, I... But for first issues, um, I... I I have more questions about what Brew plans on doing, uh-huh. sort of where That's I'm secret. kind of scratching, th- than I than I have from the the first issue of Bendis. Like, wait, now, now, now you have more questions about where he's going. D- uh, doubts, skepticism, that. skepticism. Put it that way. Okay. Well, uh, for, well, I, I well, I don't, I don't want to spoil the, the 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 big reveal of Secret Avengers, but let's just say mm-hmm. that unless it's taking place. At some other time period, I don't understand why that particular character was the big reveal and how it jives with several other books that I've been reading and enjoying in the Marvel universe. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I try, now, I it may it may all tie in together. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. Like it may yeah. in a couple months you might be like, oh, I see. That's and and that's quite possible. So I and that's why I'm saying it's not like I'm like, huh? But reading it, I was like, really? Like th- like that's the reveal, really? Because I'm like, huh? Isn't he sort of been like the reveal in every other book for the last few? Well, but like, okay. well, I thought you know he may be playing with that, and I I was. I was le- I was less concerned about the reveal on the last page as as how entertained I was in the issue. It, it was um, the the way the way the way that he explains why certain characters are on that team, and it's it's an odd team. But you know, we get to see some irredeemable Ant Man, which is a character yeah, yeah. that I think has a lot of potential. You know, beyond his series. Uh, you know, and and it it actually tied into to some of the stuff that was happening in Siege. That it's you know he's kind of a despicable character, but he he wants to be redeemed, I guess. And and so it tied. And that was a great scene where where Steve Rogers is. You know, it's it's time to grow up, and I thought that was great. Um, uh, all the stuff with um with Beast, I think. I think worked really well. It's it was I guess for me anyway. These are all what we're talking about are all getting the band 
together issues. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I thought I thought that one got the band together in a more entertaining way, explaining why Nova is a secret Avenger. It's Steve Rogers knows that, well, there are times that he's going to need someone to go off planet. And, you know, of course I have someone in the team that, that can do that. It just getting the band together wise was very, very entertaining for me. Yeah, I enjoyed I wish, it. I mean, I, go ahead, Vince. I was just saying, I wish they switched uh, Beast and Wolverine. I wish uh, the Beast was on the main Avengers team. I agree. Is Wolverine, it, is it Wolverine already like on a secret team with X Force? I, I haven't read X Force in a few months. So yeah, I, well, I mean, so that conceptually yeah. that would jive. Okay. You know, I, I don't. I just don't see Wolverine on the mass media public relations darlings Avenger team. Because yeah, I don't either. He's despicable. Right. Yeah. I think this comes down to, like, in Avengers number one, jumping back to that, there were I, things I think that, a, cer- I, a, a certain writer likes to write witty banner between he and Spider-Man, would be my guess. Right. Oh, sure. that's what the, the Spider-Man lines were great in this issue. Yeah. But yeah, I will he, say, he, I think in Avengers number them. one, it, it had it had some of the, the high marks that have made me an Avengers lifelong fan. The, the, uh, the there were little, there were pages that that those pages alone did it for me. Like the 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 I mean to me the rest of the book could have pretty much sucked. But when I opened up the second page or the third page and it's got you know the splash and it's got what uh, seventeen or eighteen different members being mm-hmm. asked by Steve Rogers to be part of the Avengers group. You know and it's got it's got and each one's you know so that's to me that's classic Avengers. That is every time really? we're getting the team together. Yeah. That is classic. It's been done thirty times before and every time it even it, on the it, cover. It was, there's nothing better than getting a new Avengers team together. That's such a classic part of the Avengers history. And, uh, of how about Mockingbird? <laughs> Mockingbird, not West Coast. Yeah, yeah, not exactly. West Coast. <laughs> Please don't say West Coast. Not West Coast. Not West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was great. Uh, and, and once I saw that, I was pretty forgiving of anything else. Um, I agree. I thought Simon seemed a little bit crabby, but I'm, you know, whatever. I, I it is like Vince said, Simon. So I'm going to presume. Yeah, he's got to um, be crabby. I, you know, JRJR. It's you know, it's hard to assail the man. He's a master of his craft, but um, I thought it was. And little, Jansen. I thought, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a little uneven. Um, there were pages I loved. There were pages I wasn't crazy about. Um, yeah. I thought he drew, he drew Maria Hill to look like she was a crack addict. I mean, <laughs> he drew her without any curves hey, you, whatsoever. You, you don't know. She's had a tough year. Yeah, it's true. But he gave her a butch haircut and absolutely no curves, which is I don't. That's not working so much that's for me. I mean, we, you know, we could just have Henry Gyrick on the uh, running the team if that's oh, the yeah. case. And um, uh, Spider Spider Woman was a little bit wonky to me. And she had the, the high the five head. She had the five head going on. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. see, the, the, e- even though that, it it was kind of not, I, I I have no oh, idea what shit, what went breaking into the. Up. You're breaking up, Vince. Yeah, yeah. But okay, then, like, my, go ahead. Well, I just want to say, but then the page that then like the page where where Thor's attacking Kang. That's awesome vintage JRGR. I mean, that's beautiful JRGR, and I'm like, now that's, you know, so so I, I thought the art wasn't the best I've ever seen of JRGR, but it definitely wasn't, like, World War Hulk level bad. Um, so, yeah, it was a fine first issue for me. I, I don't think it had, the, re- the reveal was intriguing, but not holy crap, so, you know, we'll see what they do with that. Um, uh, I, I agree with you, Chris. I thought the Secret Avengers... The way they did the getting the team together was more organic, like it was in the context of the mission. But yeah. um, I, I guess uh, I, I had a little bit more trouble with Brubaker's voice of some of the characters. I, I really, I, 
Yeah, and again, I, I th- Brubaker's an awesome writer, so I'm only going to assume that's just because he's not written some of these characters before, and he'll very quickly get get down to to that. Um, so yeah, I like them both. I, I just, but I, I would give like yeah. the Avengers, I'd give it like an A minus, and I'd give Secret Avengers like a B plus, and mainly because of the reveal, which I don't want to disclose because I don't want to spoil people. But the reveal yeah. left me scratching my head. And again, three months from now, I could be back saying, "Holy crap, that reveal was so awesome!" Because it tied into this other thing, and that makes sense. So See, that that's my that's my that's my problem. Uh, you're talking voice. That's my problem with with Bendis books anymore. Is that I don't I don't hear any voice besides his. You know, I, I don't. It's it's it all sounds like you know mall talk to me. It's you know like you're hanging out at the shopping mall and everyone talks like a like a 16 year old girl. Yeah. And it does if it, whether it's you know Luke Cage or whoever. So that's that's my issue. But I'm not going to go down that road. Um, uh, Thunderbolts. What what do you think of it? It was great. I've been one of those. That's been one of those books that I have read every issue from 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 great to awful to good to bad to indifferent. You know, I've read it through all of its different intonations, and it's gone from you know just classic storytelling to absolutely horrible. And 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 I, I feel like this is not. You know, we just had a pretty recent. We've had a couple quasi relaunches of that book in the last few years. Um, yeah. As they've sort of had to find, you know, with Norman running the team, and then Norman not running the team, and and, and the new membership, and then the, you know, so we've had a couple different goes here. Um, I would say I like very much the way that they've set it up. I thought um, having Luke be involved with running the team made a lot of sense. You know, Luke has has obviously had a, had a criminal past a little bit, and he certainly, um, I think, would be comfortable being a tough guy and kind of almost like a drill sergeant, not taking any shit it, from anybody. It made sense having him be the leader of the Thunderbolts. I, yeah, I it, it did. It, it did. It actually makes sense. And then I really, as someone who was a humongous Wumba big fan of the original Busick run, the mm-hmm. big reveal in that book had me all sorts of giddy and fist bumping. You know what? I don't think it's him. Really? I I think it's a ruse. That's interesting. I, I think it. I I think, and it was. Uh, um, I, I this was actually brought up on our forum. Um, what's the address, David? Say again. What's the, <laughs> of our forum? Excuse I'm me, I was I was I'm sleeping. Not, I'm just no. I'm <laughs> listening to this great conversation. Forum. What are you listening to? Something else? Oh, oh, come on! Why are you uh, We're talking Marvel. No, no, I'm not dissing Wood. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. There, um, was, there was actually a really a really nice conversation about Thunderbolts going on on the forum. See, I read that. Yeah, I, I forget who brought it up, but uh, a nice theory that uh, the reveal at the end is actually uh, <laughs> the greatest forum poster ever. Um, <laughs> is that it's a it's, it's a ruse to see who's loyal to the Thunderbolt ideal. Oh, so you oh, just, yeah. what does Zemo come back at the end? I'm not going to spoil it. Well, who else? Who else can it be? When you you know, it's, I didn't read but, it yet. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bonus points that for a, including was, the man thing, though. Big bonus oh, points. Very cool with man thing. Yeah. And speaking of Songbird, there was a great Songbird, Luke Cage, Moonstone moment that I thought was was very nice. They all sound so, like set, bad 70s bands. Songbird, exactly. Moonstone, that's, except that's for Luke Cage. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I, I, I really enjoy Thunderbolts. Oh. Yeah, it was good. Foghead? Yeah, no, uh, but I'm with the with the. Uh, play some fog yes, it would. <laughs> the uh, Thunderbolts. I'm definitely waiting for the hardcover of that because it's got my boy the man thing in it. But yeah. that, I broke up right before I was going to say this. The deal breaker between Secret Avengers and Avengers for me, uh-huh. Diodato. 
See, yeah. thank you. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, I, I didn't want to go that route because <laughs> it's just I, like I don't. I respect I the guy. I've been and complaining I, about art a lot the last few episodes, yeah. not really intentionally. So I just figured I wouldn't go down that rabbit hole. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 I really do appreciate what he does, and and I, I think he's very good. It's just that I I either have to be in the right mood or yeah, you will read and inspire him. Because but, it's a damn good it's story. True. No, because but the story is right, though. I gotta say, speaking, and I know we're getting on a tangent, but um, every now and then, like especially when my when my DCBS box comes, the boys will be real giddy and they'll want to see oh what all the comics are that I get, and we'll look through them real quick, just the you know the covers, and they'll be like oh oh oh, and then usually that that Friday night because I usually get it on a Friday, they'll they'll want they'll just like pick one of the issues at random they want to read, and so they picked Iron Man twenty five, which I was like oh yeah that'll be good because I'd heard it was a, you know it was the new launching on point, it just wrapped up the the Tony Stark disassembled thing, and I thought, oh, perfect, you know, it's a new... And it was, like, the worst comic I could have ever read to a five- and a seven-year-old. I mean, <laughs> thousand words and not one bit of action. They literally, halfway through the book, said, Daddy, can we stop? Wow. When they want to stop a, a, an Iron Man comic book in the middle, because they were like, nothing's happening. And I'm like, I can't really argue that. So then I thought, okay, so it's the obligatory setup issue as they reset the status quo, and 26 was the same. See, I can handle it when Fraction's telling great stories like he did in the first 24 issues. I can handle the La Roca art. When he's just dialoguing for 22 pages, the La Roca art is really stuck out. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and, Talking you know, Lost is, good. Lost is over now, so can we get a different model for Tony than Sawyer? You know, I mean, <laughs> Sawyer's not on TV anymore. Well, so. you, got, you got Ashton and uh, Tom Cruise spy movies coming out, so maybe. Mm. Oh, yeah, that nice. that trailer for that Ashton thing. She's hot. She's always uh, she's hot. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. hot. So, yeah. You guys ready to talk some 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 Legion number one, Jason? You got yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. Um, a- after you do that, I want to talk about a DC book too. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, did 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 y'all read the uh, the Action Comics um, Legion of Superheroes arc that Jeff Johns did? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. This comes right out of it. Yes, it does, right? And no surprise. Which I, which, I, which I thought was great. So you had this really good Legion story that kind of reestablished the Legion in the DCU, and then this kind of picks up right off of it with the whole Earthman story. And um, for a guy who's been away from the game for a while, writing-wise, I, I don't know about you, Jason, but I was really impressed by, by Levitt. Yeah, well, I'll say this. I Legion has always intrigued me. Like many, many people, it has been a very daunting thing to get mm-hmm. into Legion because, and again, not because it's it's just this huge team, but because there's a tremendous amount of history. And to be fair, in the last 10, 15 years, it's been quite a convoluted history because they've had a couple different in, in iterations of Legion that don't necessarily overlap. And I've tried yeah. to read them, and I've tried to read each of them. But um, I will agree with you. I, I don't, I'm not that familiar with Levitz's original run on the book but um so I, I didn't come in with any expectations or any great thoughts of oh man thank god levitz is back but yeah i will agree with you i think levitz certainly um is off to a better writing start than he probably left his last position but you see uh, you know the multiple reboots of legion how they always say oh it's this, this is the best time to get into legion because it's a fresh start and and you you don't really have to have all that much working knowledge of the legion to appreciate it that's wrong. That's a misnomer. Because if you look at the Wade run, 
even the 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 DNA run, they have these subtle changes in the Legion that the average reader isn't going to get because they've never read any other Legion. Like th there was there were things in the Mark Wade Legion run that were takeoffs or alterations, if you want to say that, of things that appeared in other runs and to the average reader they wouldn't even get it but then it was the diehard legion guys that were like that was so cool what they did there with with yeah. um you know uh this character and 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 it, it's 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 kind of a misnomer to for them to come out and say this is a fresh start for with the legion because it's it's never usually a fresh start there's always something in a legion book that harkens to to the old days right but I and, and I and I, th I think this does it, and I think it does it in a way that um, old Legion fans can be very happy with, and people that just want to get associated with the Legion. Now you may you may want to read that Action Comics run, which is out in hardcover or trade, mm -hmm. yeah. whatever. Um, if you read that, you can come into this and be fine. It's, mm -hmm. I don't think yeah. that you have well, to catch up for them. the most part. Yeah, yeah. I will say this: there. I know in today's day and age, and you have to adjust with the times, uh, I understand a lot of books now are written in arcs, and, and they kind of have to reset for people and all, but I do always cringe, like the crotchy old man in me, I cringe when I hear a complaint of people saying, oh, it's just, you know, I didn't know, they didn't set the table enough for me, it's not, you know, and I heard people say this about this book, that, that you need, that you it wasn't a great jumping in point, and I, I just don't buy that, because I look no. back at how we all get into comic books, and you... It's 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 totally accessible because I I definitely read that Legion stuff, but I read it when it was coming out, and I gotta admit, opening this up, I didn't remember at first that Earthman was the antagonist from that arc, but mm -hmm. I didn't need to. It explains who Earthman is. It, it, he he, yeah. he he monologues in the first two three pages about why he's in prison, what he thinks of the Legion, why they're you know. So it's not like you needed that, and I agree. Once I once it dawned on me, oh hey. This is the guy from that arc. It it, it certainly added to my enjoyment. Well, of that's the what story, I like the best about it. It had a very yeah. old school feel to it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is yeah. what action, we need these days. Action, action, action. There was very so good. much action in that book. And I gotta say, um, uh, I may be saying his name wrong, but but uh, Yildre Sinar, whew, dude's got mad props. Yeah. I got to give him mad props. Yeah, I really right. really enjoyed the artwork. Really really enjoyed it quite a bit. Very nice. I thought it was I, terrific. I, I, I hope, I really, really hope it catches on, but whenever you talk Legion, there's a huge commitment there. And it's not just because of, of knowing the history. Legion stories tend to be very long. Long. Like, like, uh, the uh -huh. Wade, the Wade stuff. There were stories, I mean, the first arc of the Wade Kitson run, I think it took 12 issues. Mm -hmm. To wrap, I mean, that's a long time for the average reader. But it seems like they're playing it smart with this. Who who do you think is is the the protagonist legionnaire so far as set up in the first issue? Hmm. Um. Well, I don't know. There, I mean, Saturn Girl, I guess. Saturn Girl. It, I think that I think this is going to be Saturn Girl's story. And and I, and also, um, it seems like I mean the two most prominent were Saturn Girl and um, Brainiac. So they thought. But yeah. Now I have a question for you guys because you have a I don't my my DC history isn't is the little green. Heady, bodiless, alien-looking thing that's clearly tied up into the 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 Green Lantern, you know, uh, Oa stuff. Is 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 he a character we've seen before, or is this? Yeah, just... it's dupe. I just read a story. I just read a dupe story. Actually. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I just I just read uh, Wolverine dupe. Um, 
Which uh, is great. In, uh, the last issue oh, of Nation no. X. Uh, yep. Oh really? And all, all red was it was it was the it was the X Force team back again doing dupe. It was cool. Mm-hmm. And he got the he got a hot blondie too in bed. It was it was funny. But anyway, so so is that character? Have we seen this little green guy before or no? I, w- I was not aware. Uh, it's it's not it's not Ion. Um, no, no, it's like it's yeah, it's it's cool looking, but maybe yeah. it's Gar yeah, Logan. I, I, oh Jesus, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> but I also I have, you know it's a lot of pages. Yeah. I don't know how many pages, but it was definitely bigger than twenty two pages of story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was like thirty, thirty six or something, thirty two. I don't know. It, it was big. And the other cool thing is the cover would seem to give away a big, a big thing, which is that someone's wearing a Legion flight ring and a Green Lantern ring. But mm-hmm. I think the fact of who we find out who gets those rings was makes awesome. the, the cover completely not a spoiler, which is yeah. great. Yeah. You See know? that that was the one yeah. part I didn't I didn't care too much for. Really? I I don't care. Really? Yeah, I don't care about the core. Don't care. And I, well, you know, kind of well, I mean, I know if you if you read a DC book these days, uh, pretty much across the board, you're going to encounter the the Green Lantern Corps, and I and I realize that, but yeah. I don't want it in Legion. I mean, I know it's inevitable. Obviously, that's the thing that's driving the bus these days. Well, they but, showed up in Legion of Three Worlds. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I kind of don't care about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, other other than that, I thought the issue was great. I think they're off to a well, wonderful I mean, start. But it, but it, but you are, you are making a lot of people giddy tonight, Vince, that you actually well, read. Oh, I, I love the Legion, yeah. yeah. LLL. You stuff. love Morrison, too, and you don't, you're not reading this stuff. So. I tell you, though, I, I, did, I really enjoyed Mark Wade's run. I think that, that, that run is just stellar. Yeah, it's because st- you have the first two trades. Yeah, I, I love that. And what did you think of it, David? Wade's run. Well, oh, Wade's run, I, I really enjoyed. I mean, aside from the Kitson art, which, which I thought was great, I, I like. I like where where Wade takes his stories. I haven't read his Flash run or or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I I I'm a Wade fan, you know. Yeah. yeah. Notwithstanding, it's it's um he has a good voice for teenage characters. He he really does. He, does. he really does. I I thought I mean and it it reminded me not the last time I think I really read a lot of the Legion stuff was was I didn't read much of the DNA stuff, but but I remember oh, like you know, when when, when Steve Lytle was doing the art, and it, and it changed from or even before it. I mean, Legionnaires uh-huh. with, with Chris Browse on art, and and then you know you had clones, or you had yeah. you know which was the real team, and and then they and then the Baxter theory startup. So you had tales of the Legion of Superheroes, mm-hmm. and I, I remember all the way back then, and and the Wade stuff reminded me of of that time and and i really enjoyed you know the whole the, the big it may have gone on a little long but i i really enjoyed like the that that first year i mean even though yeah. i read it over two trades i really enjoyed where he was taking these characters mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i'm gonna say something that's kind of ridiculous in, in in terms of the uh beloved nature of the other thing i'm going to talk about but i like the wade stuff better than the giffen uh, Baxter. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because when I read that, I wasn't huge into the Legion, and right. I didn't get I didn't get a lot of it. And you have to admit, the nine panel grid can get kind of confusing at times. That you know how Giffen was stuck well, in that. Especially if Giffen's drawing it. But yeah. yeah, and and he tried to pack so much into those little tiny panels, and it was mm-hmm. a, a little bit hard to follow sometimes, especially right. for a, for a new reader at that time. But uh, there's just something really endearing about the Wade run. I I really enjoy it. And I don't I mean, think Kitson's ever been better. 
And you're right, because I mean, I'm, yeah. after that, it was it was the order, and and the order didn't look which as was good, but no, it didn't oh, yeah, look as good. It, it uh, but even I, I didn't even feel like really that Supergirl was like forced into it or anything. It kind of felt it made sense. natural as far yeah. as everything was going. It was like you know what I mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying this run. Here you go. But I um, yeah, uh, so I give thumbs up to uh, to 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 that though. I mean, I definitely. Um, like I said, as someone who has been intrigued by the Legion, but just really don't feel like I have solid footing, um, I, yeah. I just uh, uh, I got to give it its proper. Now, and I read the um, I read the shooter and uh, Manipole stuff too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, I was completely I'm different. I'm sorry, I'm Comple- sorry, but that was completely different. I mean, I, yeah. you know, um, visually stunning. Yeah, yeah, Manipole. That's the first I saw of yeah. Manipole stuff. And, but uh, the story, and and you know, he likes to claim they kneecapped him. A yeah, little bit in terms uh, yeah, of what he wanted to do, but I, come on, whatever's on the paper is what counts. Yeah, and it's funny too because you mentioned that DNA stuff. The, uh, the Legion Lost. I've been trying to get that series to read forever because it's. I, I, good I, luck. I, I love, I love those guys, and I and uh, and Koypel did the art. Um, yeah. But, uh, do you have any of it? No, I found issues. I'm one of the, you know, I found like an issue here or there, but I've never bought it because it's. I don't want to have one or two issues of it. You should. But, uh, it's it's damn hard to find. It's, I, know, uh, it, I know. And if you can find it, it's it's one but expensive. It's, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I can really, get you. I, I kind of gave up on it. I'm I like, can get yeah, you. I, I got a figure though. DNA being half. so hot and 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 Legion making it. Uh, I oh wait, you think you think DC would trade something? That's the thing. Yeah, they're not going <laughs> to trade it because especially well, hey, if it's not quote unquote in the new in the Legion continuity now. Which I don't know you never know. They seem to be on a path now that they're. Bringing the Legion stuff to trade, like with the uh, aren't they doing oh, the yeah, Great yeah, Darkness yeah, the saga? Great Darkness saga, yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, yeah. though, is this you guys know better than me? But I get the sense that that Legion Lost stuff's kind of not considered canon now, right? Canon. Like that's a separate. Uh, yeah, it's right? kind of hard to say with the Legion. What the hell is canon? Yeah. There's so yeah. many different yeah, yeah, permutations. Right. But but anyway, uh, I uh, I would love to read thank that. You so. just, yeah. just read it and enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. each story uh, on its own. But that's right. That's a very sensible yeah. thing yeah. to say. Chris, yeah, <laughs> I am. I thank, thank you, Chris. Chris, are you? Do you have much history with the Legion before this, or no? No, no. But I have. I have a big old, a big old shopping bag full of 1970s Legion comics that Tom left me nice. before he went to before he went to uh, to Massachusetts. Oh, so cool. I'm reading the, like uh, the weather. <laughs> it's, some, it's, some, it's some hilarious stuff, dude. It is it is really entertaining. I mean, it's totally totally Bronze Age. It's uh, Levitz and and Mike Grell, and I know that Vince isn't the biggest Mike Grell fan in the world, but no. um, I, I I do I do like me some Mike Grell for you know just you know for Legion, he's great. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, of course and, it. su- and Superboy is a dick. <laughs> Get a you T-shirt with that on. Superboy was a dick. Superboy was a total asshole. He had to be um, in charge. I mean, they're just kids. He, you know, he's the, <laughs> yeah. he's the progenitor, right? They they all take the lead from Superboy. So he had a he had a tough love. He's got got to stop these kids from getting killed. Yeah, apparently, apparently. yeah, it's 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 some very very fun stuff. Maybe, Jason, maybe you'll be uh, maybe you'll be the the person who uh, inherits the the big bag of Legion, and we'll pass it around. Nice, oh. <laughs> like like oh, a oh, I'll, I'll, br- I'll bring it. I'll bring. I'll bring it with me in uh, in October to New York, and uh, and I'll pass. I'll pass it on to ye. What's up, eleven o'clockers? It's Haas. So I finally decided to make the switch to trades. Why? Because I refuse to pay three ninety nine for a title. I'm sorry. That's way too much. I'm not a millionaire. I'm just the average guy, 
And three ninety nine for a book is a little bit too much for me. So I'm switching to trades. Yes, I am switching to trades. I'm really excited about it. My Amazon wish list is already like full. Well, not full, but you know, it's a lot of pages I have. So um, wish me luck. And actually, don't wish me luck because I feel very lucky now. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I don't have to worry about buying my monthly books. And I'm looking forward to all my collective editions in the future. All right, 11 o'clockers, I'm out. Later. What's up, 11 o'clockers? It's Haas. Um, I just came out of Borders. I just bought the um, One Piece Volume 1, 2, and 3 volume set on Julia Lytle's and Vince Speed's recommendation. Hopefully, I will dig it, and I will call you when I'm finished reading it. Late 11 o'clockers. Haas. Be great. Well, uh, Mr. Neesman, at your uh, insistence, oh, uh, oh, oh, I read something. Oh, Jesus! I know, I know what it is. Yeah, you probably do. Did did, did you did you re did you read that page after I PM? <laughs> I I did read the page. Yeah, yeah, and okay. um, Chris, of course, if you if you don't know, Chris is talking about the return of Bruce Wayne issues one and two. Ah. Oh. Yeah, well, I only read issue one, so okay, so I'm. Uh, I'm not gonna. I won't spoil anything. I I enjoyed them. I I, I thought well, th- I thought the art was fantastic. Sprouse mm-hmm. and Mr. Irving on issue two. Oh yes, Fraser Irving drawn Pilgrims is awesome. It's I got I got kind of Clarion feel from it in spots. Yeah, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, completely entertaining. There there was no question that the the story I was experiencing was well written and enjoyable but i'm kind of missing the whole hubbub these two issues seem to be almost universally praised as big doings i don't see these as anything other than really good legends of the dark knight stories well i, I mean it's, it's like hold on first of all i don't think that's fair i enjoyed them and talked about it on the show a few weeks ago but i don't know that i i've heard plenty of people say um uh, Men's and men's things about but, this. Yeah, but so, the, the, I don't know that it's universally received. All right, semi-universally, it seems to be have it seems to have been welcomed more than other Batman events in quotes. Mm-hmm. And, I, and think, I think I think Morrison fans are really enjoying this. I don't know yeah. if, but as, as far as Morrison, it's light. It it's really not all that. Out there for Morrison, but as a Morrison fan, I think that's why people are enjoying it, myself included. I, I and I agree. Like Joe the Barbarian. It's like it's nice that Morrison's showing people, hey, I can still ratchet it back. Like I, I went a little, you know, I went a little big with some of my ideas that you know some people liked them, some didn't recently, and but I can still tell a more linear, straightforward story that that's right. a little more accessible. I, and still, I, but, it, but it's la- it's layered, which he doesn't normally work in in layers. Oh my layers, God! I mean, Are you serious? Well, no, 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 no. And let me explain. And by and by layers, I mean more in the Alan Moore sense of layers, where you can read something and it's enjoyable just from a a, a pure like comic book entertainment mode. It's it's Batman fighting cavemen. That's fucking cool. Okay, but there's there's other stuff going on beyond that that you don't necessarily have to glean the first time that you read it or ever to enjoy it. But whenever you whenever you pick up on that stuff or realize that there's this other stuff going on, it makes it that much more immersive. That's what I mean by by layered storytelling. Kind of in you know it's like Watchmen works on a purely uh, 
you know, comic book entertainment level because it's a murder mystery. Okay, but then we all know about the 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 layers and layers below that. That's what mm-hmm. that's what I think. Going not to not to watch an extent, but there's some layers going on with Return of Bruce Wayne that is very fucking cool. See, I, and I kind of picked up on them. The, the first issue, he's he he gets his strength. It's all about strength and 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 that that Batman formidable presence and and the second issue he it, it's all about the deductive reasoning and the detective skills yeah that's great but mm-hmm. i i've read a, a hell of a lot of good Le- legends of the dark knight stories it, this it doesn't seem to be more, anything more, other more, than morris morrison in the first issue explained okay now you know like all the kirby fourth world stuff where dark side uh, um um is is coming to earth for the for the um, anti life equation, right? Yeah. In the first issue, Morrison explains why the anti life equation was on Earth. Morris, see, that's one of the things that I disliked about the first issue. Superman knows way too much, which <laughs> may which makes well, me Superman. think no bullshit. Which makes <laughs> me think Morrison is using Superman to flesh out story details. Uh, he's 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 Superman seems like the omnipotent narrator in this thing. It's like we well, got to get him. Over, we yeah. got to get him because this is what can happen. He's going to destroy everybody, and then well, you get you get we'll, one flash. We'll see, we'll, see in, we'll see if Morrison explains why Superman understands this, but what, why what, he knows what's going on. Right, but the th- of course he'll explain it. But the thing I'm get I'm I I I don't understand by what you the the amount of of gravitas to use a jason word that that uh-huh. you're that you're dumping on this issue a kick to the midsection and a little bit of squiggly lines coming out of batman okay that's the anti-life equation i get it how does that translate into the whole new gods thing you if you get that out of that one issue you're either incredibly smart or you were told something because it, it there's it doesn't say any of that in the issue it just says you know he's He's got some eating away at him, and we got to get him out of here because he's going to st- destroy everybody. Where does the whole new gods thing come in? I, I, I just—he's he, he, been shot back through through Earth's history, and he's like introducing the anti-life equation to in, in, into Earth's history. It's like he's carrying this this virus of the anti-life equation. Okay. And, Okay, so and where do the new gods come in? See, I, I, I'm, I, I'm thinking that they're oh, you, not you personally, but someone yeah. is injecting too much information into this that's not there. It, it hasn't been provided by the writer. It. Well, I don't know if the new gods come into it, but it explains how the anti-life equation came to be on Earth. And I'm not knocking the issues at all. They were great fun. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of them. Chris Browse, if I had half that guy's talent, I wouldn't be talking with you guys right now. I'd be yeah. drawing friggin' comics. Yeah, but, yeah he would. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, and, and I, you oh, know, I, nice. I, I love Morrison to death. I just don't see what the hubbub about is about these two issues. They were good. They, they were, they were the, good. With Vandal Savage? I, 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 I never liked dope. Vandal Savage. The, the, the whole, the whole, right there, yeah. The whole, yeah. Pearl necklace motif and Dick <laughs> Slap. Uh, that not that kind of pearl necklace. You. Uh-huh. Hey, I was actual pearl. Um, um uh, anthro. Yeah, the, that the was old, cool. Old man, old man anthro. I mean, come on. It was, it, was, it, it, it was good, but go go back and 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 read some of those Ted McKeever or even Grant Morrison's 
Legends of the Dark Knight stories. I mean, they're good, and 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 this is good. So uh, it it's well, it's, okay. it's a Superman that's event that's okay. being promoted as something really special. So that's what people. Oh, this is this is something well, real big. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's it's super special. I'm saying it's super enjoyable. And it is. if you've been read if you've been reading the Batman and Robin, no, it, there's stuff there. Well, there's stuff tying in from that. It's not. It's not absolutely imperative that you know that, but what's been going on in the last story arc of Batman and Robin ties into the stuff, especially the second issue of, what's of what's going on. Uh, uh, the well, Wayne and well, no, the the Wayne ancestry. It's uh, Dick and Damien um, are are finding out about the the, the legacy of 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 the Wayne, uh, the Wayne, you know, legacy and, and, and Wayne Manor. And they're finding all of this, this stuff that are these clues that Bruce has maybe left throughout time about where he is and what's going on. It's, it's, it, it's really cool. It's really cool. So, yeah. So I thought the whole pure, the, the Puritan Wayne, that was the antagonist in the second issue. He's talked about in, in Batman and Robin. Oh, neat. Yeah, um, which is kind of... The, the one thing, though, that made me groan, and I don't think I've ever groaned in a, in a Morrison-written comic, why did one of the cavemen have to be named Joker? Like, seriously? <laughs> really? I mean, well, we, yeah. we, you know, we get it. But yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's minor. That's, that's minor. a minor nitpick, though. Yeah, well, it's a nitpick. Know, I, it is. I, I, I think... Well, I, I think that's Morrison's way of, of showcasing the timeless battle between those two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I think cute. Chris is right, but I think that's that in and of itself is a little silly. Like, I don't yeah, know it's kind of yeah. yeah. But, uh, but the, I, I don't. That's a pretty little nitpick of a. I'll, what I thought I'll tell you, uh, Fraser Irving's underground scenes. Oh my God, Fraser! Yeah. No joke. That that thing in the pit. Good Lord, was that beautiful? Yeah, did you see uh, Cameron Stewart's not going to do the next uh, fourth issue though? Oh, he was who's up for number three? Issue. What's that? Who's up for number three? Um, oh, shoot, offhand I can't remember. Okay, I, I, I do know it. I do remember reading it, but I, I it's I just saw so say though Cam Stewart was supposed to do the fourth and he backed out. So really, wow, he must have yeah. something big coming up. It sounds like he's got a little bit of an issue. He he, there was a statement. It was on uh, Robot Six today. I saw he um he just put out a statement basically saying that. Something to the effect that the the terms by which he would have had to have done this issue, he didn't feel would have been possible to come close to doing his best work. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. the time constraints. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's, okay. that's well, respectable. Yeah, you see, who, you see who's doing the next arc of Batman and Robin? By the way, no, Fraser um, Irving. Nice. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. cool. I'll tell you I'm the Batman series that I am looking forward to, and that's going to be a big to do. Is that Neil Adams' Odyssey? Oh man! Oh, of course. I don't of course. care if the writing well, is big, like I mean, like the I mean, continuity stuff. In the sense that it'll be great to look at, or yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm 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 bracing myself for that continuity style Neil Adams writing. I don't really care if it's if it's baby babble on in every word balloon. Doesn't matter to me. I just want to see. Beautiful. I want to yeah, see Neil say, Adams draw Batman buy when it eventually gets hard covered in like yeah. yeah. Thirteen, but yeah. I, I'm a little leery because all that CGI and uh, animation production work that Adams's company is doing, I think there's going to be some of that inserted into the comics. 
from uh, what I've seen. I I really hope not. If he's using oh, it, it as it, a, it, it might be a fucking train wreck, but it's going to be a beautiful train wreck. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, preview pages I saw. Batman was riding on the uh, car of a train, a train car. It looked great. Mm-hmm. It looked really good. And uh, then an Ace and XB came up to him. I I hope oh, he pulls nice. it off. Uh, yeah. So, Vacation Boy, you had a big old stack of comics. I did, were- and I read practically nothing. I'm still what? going through. I know. Because, you know what? He's as I'm prepared as he ever is. And I'm, and I'm chilling, much, and I'm chilling in North Carolina. Um, I'm just, um, you know. You're talking to your pop. and I am. I really, it really is, man. I'm I'm about uh, three issues away from finishing Avengers Forever, which is out of this fucking world. I, yeah. It's got to be a potty mouth. Seriously. Dude, we're out. whenever you're ready to talk about it, we're ready to talk about it. Cool. All right, but I did. I did go to a. Uh, I went to a comic shop and I went to a thrift shop and I bought books at the thrift shop. I, oh yeah, I, really? I uh, uh, there were um, there was a Goodwill. Like my, my father ran into one time, so he was, he was telling me that there was like a stack of 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 comic books at this place. So we went there. They had nothing. We went to another place over in uh, in Raleigh, and I picked up. You know, I I seem to be picking up my um my Age of Apocalypse books in uh-huh. in the back issue bins. I'm not going to be getting the the uh, the trade or, or or the omnibus or anything like that. I'm I'm going to just track them down in single issue form, whether I'm at a convention or apparently at at a dollar. Are they releasing an omnibus of Age of Age There's, of Apocalypse? There is a complete Age of Apocalypse. I think it's in two or three uh, uh, trades. It's I remember yeah. seeing okay. at least yeah, two it's, uh, I think yeah. it's it's three or four, four hardcovers. Okay, it's like ultimate size, like the similar to uh, when they did the um, the new X Men hardcovers. Um, now, are they in chronological like like an, an issue of X Factor or an, a factor? No, uh, no. I think it's it? like no. I think it's um, like the the one shot. And then one of the series, I think it's by series plus the one shots okay. or, or at the bookend. I've, I've never, I've never read it. Well, I, I haven't either until I, I never have until I picked up Generation Next and mm-hmm. and at C, Sados Sados, and nice. uh, and, <laughs> and I picked up, uh, I picked up what was it? Uh, <sighs> Factor Factor. Not X. Holding... Oh, nice. Yep. I picked, with, yeah. With, with pencils by who? Oh, oh you just uh, say it. Steve Acting. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, so, so I have the four issues of Factor X. So I have my first complete mini fr- from this event, and issues two, three, and four of the Astonishing X Men with our by nice. Jones. Yeah. Uh, this 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 strip shop. See, I I wanted to. I had a stack of of at least. Like thirty or forty comics until the woman said, "Yeah, they're buck fifty each, and there is nothing in this pile." I had old Excalibur from the cross paper. I had some old Legion of Superheroes. I had a bunch of shit, and she said, "And there's absolutely nothing in here worth a dollar fifty. So I was like, "All right." So I started putting stuff back. But <laughs> once I realized, once I saw that I had a, a, all four issues of Factor X, I said, "All right, I'll get that. I'll get the three issues of Astonishing X Men." I picked up a one shot. From Dark Horse, Aliens Lovesick. Nice. Which, wow, which I don't is have that one. Hysterical. It's it's original story by uh, Thierry Gagnon and uh, Richard Forjou. Art by Richard Forjou. Script by uh, Thierry Gagnon and Radley Stradley. It's it's there's kind of like some uh, 
some Frank Miller esque type. Did you art say Radley on? Stradley? I said Randy mm-hmm. Stradley. Randy. Stradley. Oh, I thought you said Radley Stradley. I'm like, <laughs> what, that's what kind of sick That'd be a cool name, Bradley. though. Bradley. That, that, that is that's, the best name ever. That's, that's a porn star name. Porn name. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, well. And speaking of porn, this chick runs around through the whole issue with with with, with her panties riding up her ass crack. And, uh, oh, I do that all the time. It's, I know you do because you you love the panties. And it's uh, you know, it's it's so that that's a one shot that was in in one of the. Uh, I picked up the Astro City uh, oh, half yeah. issue put out by Wizard. Um, oh, good for which, you. That's kind of hard to get. It's uh, actually, and Tom Caters talked about this recently on uh, in his one of his uh, and I fanboy articles, and it uh, it's kind of sad. It's it's yeah. not a uh, it's not a really oh this is a great superhero story type one shot to read if uh, if you ever read it it's it's not uh, doesn't end on a real high note. I uh, think that was either a mail in or was bagged with an issue of uh, Wizard. I want this was available through a special because I, I have the. Certificate of Authenticity right here. Uh, this Astro City one half was available only through a special offer in Wizard, the Guide to Comics number 62. Each right, copy so is part of a limited edition, which is distributed in a special protective holder with a copy of the certificate. Wow. I only sent in for one comic out of all of the ones that Wizard offered, and that was the Max one half. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's the only one I have. Speaking Jay Tomio's language right now, he's a huge Max fan. <sighs> Max is and good Jesus shit. God. Uh, the, aside from the the Age of Apocalypse and the Aliens and the Astro City, there were two other issues that I haven't read since probably they first came out in uh, in like 1992, and that is Cable, Blood and Metal numbers one and nice. Two. Oh, I got beautiful! My, uh, <laughs> I, have page, I have an original page from that by by, by Ramita really? Green. That's awesome. Yeah. This, it's it's I, a little light compared to what comes next. In in the cable yeah, but it's JR, mythology, JR but it's it, yeah, it's Ramita Junior. It's really yeah, good. I, I remember the first issue coming out, and then the second issue took forever because they wanted to wait until the Executioner song was done, and right, then yeah. uh, and and so now I can actually read these two issues again. And and the inside covers were uh, were little mini pinups. The first issue was uh, was a, a John Ramita Junior. pinup, and the second was a uh, was an image by uh, Greg Capullo. Well, Speak, speaking of Greg Capullo, yeah. Know what else I read this weekend? You read some Spawn. It, it's one of those books that I I, I will. Or I I absolutely refuse to call it a guilty pleasure because I I do not have a shred of guilt for loving this book so much and it's Spawn. Oh, okay. I I love. Everything about Spawn. I don't give a shit. It, it, it's overwritten. It's juvenile. Uh, McFarlane frequently lapsed into some pretty exaggerated characterizations for some of the characters. I don't care. I love Spawn. There's something about that book. I, I can just, I lose myself in it. How could you diss Spawn? It, it's just. Wow. And but the, uh, seriously, you guys aren't you're not Spawn fans? No, 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 no. Okay, I am. I, I am love in, her with Spawn. All, yes, I still thank watch. You. I, 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 I will. I will rewatch the animated series from time to time. That's what re, that's what Renee's association to Spawn is. She oh, loves okay. the, it. Scared the shit out of her on HBO when it was on, but and and I still want to get the DVD of it. I the movie is hysterical for all Michael the Michael Jai White and and John Leguizamo, but it's. Uh, yeah. 
it's you know I I remember those first issues and then he had the every every issue was dedicated to somebody different and the magic yeah. is green and but did you notice playing at home uh, who don't know uh, Michael Jai Watt from, from Spawn he uh, he is most recently seen in Black Dynamite yeah. <laughs> and and he was on a recent episode of the Boondocks there you go but I mean a couple of things that people don't he, realize about Spawn he's my, he's Mike Tyson yeah and Mike Tyson yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, the first yeah. the first ten issues or so. They were published by Malibu, under under the Image imprint. Just like Youngblood. Yeah, okay, then, I mean, so a yeah, lot of people. The first, yeah, yeah. Were the first issues of Cyberforce and Wildcats also published under Malibu? I'm pretty sure, right? Because Spawn preceded them. Spawn was the first Image comic, right? No, Youngblood was. Youngblood was. So then, yeah, if, if Spawn, they if Spawn kind of came out real real close to the same time. Yeah, if Spawn came out through Malibu, then I'm I'm assuming Youngblood did too. I'll have to check my issue. God damn, those to, were. Those were hot when that came out, boy. Those an, Amer- an American entertainment trying to like soak you for every penny oh, you had if you wanted to I get know. any. Of- oh, damn, they were nuts. But, damn, I'm you know, my I, shop getting those issues. I, I read the first twenty-five issues of, of Spawn, and because I have them bound, mm-hmm. and it it struck me going through this just how much of the Spawn mythology was delineated by people other than McFarlane. Because right, I don't know right. whether either if it may it may have been calculated, it may have been just plain dumb luck, or he could have mapped out where he wanted each issue to go and then let these famous writers take the story wherever they wanted, as long as they included the the pertinent bits that he wanted in there. But um, because McFarlane went off to DC to work on the Spawn Batman thing, so he took a couple of issues, more than a couple. Uh, yeah. Some issues of Spawn off. Like, he had did issue... issues nineteen and twenty ever come out? Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'll in, in a couple of seconds. Issue okay. eight. Issue eight was drawn by Alan Moore, mm. or not drawn, uh, R- written by R- Alan Moore. Yeah. Right. So, so you had the whole levels of hell thing with the multiple violators and just just the mechanics of hell. Nine was written by Neil Gaiman, right. who int- introduced Angela, and that was a sticky wicket. And now we're up to because... date with the trial. He, he yeah introduced Angela uh, <laughs> and the whole celestial or the the uh, the war between the the heaven and the spawns. Then you had issue ten was Dave Sim. Oh, multiple t- copies of yes. Ten is awesome. It's yeah. just a fantastic issue. Which he can't it's, ever. He can't reprint. <laughs> I, I isn't it reprinted in the in the new collection? No, not with Jarvis. I don't know. Nope. Okay, I'm pretty sure it is. Cerebus isn't in it. They took the images of Cerebus out. Are you kidding me? Nice. But the, see, then you, then you lose the whole. Um, uh, you lose the whole. You make it sound like a Todd McFarlane story had any sense to begin with. Oh snap! Stop. He's a better writer than people Stop. give him credit for. Stop. I have torment. For. Don't even go there. I no, I'm not saying him. torment. See, he cut. He, he cut his. He cut I his teeth. Be a here, McFarlane. I love man's art, and I, I, I would have been happy if he kept drawing his whole my whole comic green life. But the dude can't uh, write. See, I disagree. Brother can't write. I I disagree. He's wordy, ex- extensively so. But a lot of the the issues post um, 19, they're pretty tight. And, and you know, I would challenge anyone. Hey, produce something better. Try it. Just, just you, not not only the story, but just the designs he came up with for like the Violator and the Malbolgia. That's classic shit. And and I that's hate great it when designs. It's terrible fucking writing. 
It's not terrible writing. It's it's. Sorry, it's, I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna quote my friend Tom Caters that anyone who finds any redeeming quality in Fallen Sun Sentry has lost all credibility. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta I gotta yeah. agree. I mean, maybe maybe I'm not just as I'm not as hypercritical as some people because I I don't know. <laughs> no, dude, it's not about being hypercritical. I mean. That's just a really horribly written book. I'm sorry. But was it a front? Yeah, but you, you, you people act like this thing existing is a very affront to to you personally. It's a comic book. You like it or you don't. You know. It's, right. and, why and do you I, have to I, take? Nobody every, was every, ever every, buying an image book because of the writing. Nobody. Was yeah, it's true. That's true. It, yeah. uh, that is true. And we but all when bought I'm, it. We all bought them. Yeah, Absolutely, but I'm just yeah. saying. I don't. I don't think the the writing is is all that bad. It, it's it's not. Alan Moore level, but it's 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 serviceable, which is basically all he really needed given level. given but his see, status. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> Ouch. But okay, you got you got issue ten. fucking terrible. <laughs> issue ten is a really cool metaphor with Spawn and Cerebus, and if you yes. take Cerebus out of it, it, doesn't really work because the fact that Spawn and Cerebus are free and all the the world's greatest heroes are imprisoned, yeah. and that whole creators that was, that was selling happy. off their yeah, it was, and it's a great issue. Um, issue eleven was written by I think Frank Miller, and to be honest, wow. it's it stinks. McFarlane out McFarlane outwrote Frank Miller. It it's just a horrible issue. Uh it it does nothing in terms of the the overall narrative. It's just bleh. But uh, two guys that really contributed something to to Spawn uh was Tom or Zachowski. <laughs> yeah. And they they I don't remember the whole atom bomb blast. There there was an atomic testing in Nevada that opened up this gateway to hell and that's where jason Wynn got the connections to the the underworld in order to make a deal with the malbolgia to to draft spawn into his army and it, wow. it all came from the atomic blast and that's in the orzachowski and andrew grossberg uh issues and there's a line in issue 19 that i never forgot harry houdini shows up to show uh, Spawn the ropes on his costume and and what his powers are. And Houdini says to Spawn, he says, Magic is like telling a lie so convincing that even the universe believes you. That's an awesome line. That is really, awesome that's a great line. And, uh, you know, Houdini shows him the ropes, uh, pun intended, with the chains and have the costume do the job for you instead of expending that valuable energy because right. we got the countdown clock all the time. Yes. And uh, it, I, I love everything about Spawn. I don't care. So, uh, so Orzachowski was also, I mean, I know he was the editor and the letterer for the series. I didn't know he also wrote some issues. Yeah, he wrote uh, 19 and 20, which, as David said before, the sequence with which Spawn came out was a mess at one point. I think yeah. uh, 19 or 20 and 21 came out before 19 and 18. It was uh, just like that's when I dropped it. I just remember being all sorts of like, what? what is oh, going here, on? here's I know, I, I know. Here's the copy. Okay. Right from the book. You already have issues 1 to 19, plus issues 21 to 25. You just bought number 20. I hope you haven't read it yet. Gather up all the spawns and then reread issues 1 to 25 Yeah, I think that's when I, I was like, all right, well, since I have read it, you dick, since you already sold it to me a few months ago, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was before we had that. You know, we didn't have... 
you know, that was a different era. You, you got the book, you got, you showed up to you with your pull list, your, your shelf, you bought it, you read it. You didn't, I didn't, you know, I was just Wildstorm like, yeah. tried that too. They, uh, but they, they didn't do it like this, that with, with Wildstorm, it was a couple of years in the future. So like, I think they came out with like whatever, whatever issue was scheduled to come out like in October of 1993, they published that month and it was Stormwatch and it was Wildcats and it was a couple of books and then and, and I, I remember with Stormwatch it actually it did fit they, they had timed it just right and it was it was a pretty neat trick and I also you know remember the whole image crossover month where Jim Lee did an issue of Savage Dragon and, and Valentino I guess did an issue of maybe Spawn or something yeah. but um, how about they, Babe Watch Ooh. <laughs> there was that, a, that was horrible and, and, and how many issues of what works did, did Wills actually do when when it was first and and I mean even was it the, like I mean, three? It, was, it was it was it was nuts not much. when it first came out. I mean Wildcast was originally a miniseries. Cyberforce was a yeah. series that was yeah. a three or four issue mini. And then I, I think love Cyberforce. Cy- Cyberforce was awesome, and I think I think Cyberforce was the only one that actually no Savage Dragon maintained. No, did Savage Dragon actually go back to a number one, or did it? Did it start? No, they had the four. the first uh, the Savage Dragon was a three issue miniseries mini, initially, right. and then it started over with number one. With a number yeah. one, Cyberforce yeah. I think maintained the numbering, uh, but I mean I I loved the early. I mean even Darker Image with Trencher and and Death. Yeah, Blood, and Blood was Wolf just, was it Blood was, Wolf? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was ridiculous, and I, I mean I remember the Marat Michaels brigade with and i mean i re- i remember following liefeld back in the day and and i mean the soon to be relaunched brigade yes even that yeah. and and i mean it's but I, and even you could tell the impact lung uh, young blood has because young blood is like the jla of the image universe they reference young blood in almost all the books everything and, and, and it's, yeah, it's and still even going out there. tim uh, seeley's uh doing it now right yeah i they, think they, no they, yeah they, yeah i think so yeah, seeley's doing it yeah the the newscaster but, that McFarlane had in the Spawn book, the, the the chick with the with the freaky hairdo, she yeah, showed the up. Asian chick. In, in, yeah, in Shadowhawk, and she showed up in Youngblood. So, I mean, who is you remember the guy who killed uh, Al Simmons and and started yeah, the whole ball rolling? Yeah, that was crazy because yeah, yeah, you had you had Chapel tying in the Spawn and 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 Bad Rock and and, and I mean Rock, yeah, you yeah. had and 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 Overkill. You know, it was just like it was right. It, Overkill uh, crossed over into Youngblood too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 Eric Larson had. Uh, By know, the way, is there anything more back. fitting? Is there anything more fitting and apropos than how delayed Image United is? I know. Isn't that just like so wonderfully fitting, though? I mean, it really. But you is know what? I'll wait for it. I don't care. I'll wait for it. I there's something about Image, uh, the old, the new, the middle, the 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 pinup pages that really didn't tell a story. I I don't care. I will. I devour everything Image. Speed you know what it is. It's, it's it's just it's just a part of comics, man. That is. Yes. Yeah. And actually, yeah. you know what? Speaking of Image, because when uh, when we did arrive home yesterday, there was my monthly DC Xbox waiting on the stoop. Oh uh, yeah. And it included uh, the oversized hardcover for uh, for Nation X because I'm deciding to go with Uncanny X Men in uh, an oversized hardcover these days. Um, there was uh, there was Rambo three and a half. So thank you. My <laughs> <laughs> five. So thank, good. thank you, Zach Cruz. I can't wait to read that when we're done recording tonight. But also uh, <laughs> Shadowhawk Chronicles number one. Oh, and and I I remember reading the first at l- the complete first mini, probably part of the second because I wanted to know who Shadowhawk really was. Um, it's 
it's the same format as the Savage Dragon archives, and I am, I will, I'm happier to have the Savage Dragon archives in my collection than I am, sad to say, the Shadowhawk Chronicles. Not because I don't think Jim Valentino isn't isn't doing some fine work in Shadowhawk. I mean, I'm I'm looking. I mean, when I first read it back in the day i you know i had a kick at i remember you know sending in the coupons so you could get i I remember all the gimmicks the image comics used to do but unfortunately shadowhawk takes place at night and it and there's a lot of black going on in these pages and and uh rub off on your fingers it, it it hasn't really yet I, I, it will. I know it will, especially now that it's summertime. But when uh, uh, I remember the Dragon Archives does, uh, rubs off on your fingers. Oh yes, yes, that yeah. I remember. Uh, but as you see, I mean, the, page one fifty six. I'm looking at Shadowhawk revealing himself, and my God, is it a muddy, Ooh. muddy mess? It is. It's. It does not translate well to black and white newsprint. It. it nah. This is a story that needs to come. And I mean, I'm, I'm reading it for the story. I'm reading it to take me back. It is the summer, like I said. I love reading essentials and archives and showcases on my back deck, you know, if, if, <laughs> so I don't have to, like, worry about messing up the actual issues or anything like that. And this this will get messed up. And not, yeah. not on purpose, either. I mean, this is... But- you got to give them a little bit of leeway because Marvel had the same problem with the essential stuff that reprinted the uh, Monster Magazine, uh, especially like the the Gene Colan Dracula and a lot of the Savage Sword over at Dark Horse. They reproduce really dark on those, on that really crappy crappy paper. Even even the back cover is not really cut right. I mean, right where you have... The, uh, it's twenty bucks for I don't know how many. This collects Shadowhawk wow. one through four, twelve through eighteen. Shadowhawk two, numbers one through three. Shadowhawk three, numbers one through four. So basically, <laughs> he, what he did is he he had the first Shadowhawk mini one through four, then Shadowhawk two one through three, Shadowhawk three one through four, and then he continued the numbering of Shadowhawk from issues twelve on, following the third Shadowhawk mini. That's you a big have, book. Um, Shadowhawk Gallery number one. The 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 first right after you get past the table of contents, you have covers from Malibu's son, and and his first appearance from uh, Young Blood number two, and then you have extra image. So I mean, it he went way back. I mean, you pretty much have anything that ever had Shadowhawk on it in any way, shape, or form is at the beginning of this book. It's the back of it isn't really cut right. It's twenty bucks, like I said. I mean, if I remembered correctly, that was half off. At DC Books, yes, it was. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, I mean, ten bucks. You can't ten bucks for this? No, I mean, I'm. I, it's going to take me back. I'm going to start reading it, and I'm going to be like, I remember exactly where I was when I was reading it. I'm reading it for the story. I'm not. I I already saw the art when it first came out in in the early to mid '90s. So I mean, that that's not anything new. I just, it's not even with me with things like this. It's not so much that I want to see if it aged well or or if I remember what it read like back, you know, ten year, ten fifteen years ago in my eyes. Then it's just. I I like seeing where things came from. I, I, I guess I'm, I'm a history buff more than anything else. So I just, I, I like reliving things, but it's uh, it's nice to see, you know, where Image, say the same thing with the Savage Dragon archives. I, I like seeing the early days of Image, I guess, yeah. to, to see how they came to where they are now. It's like a warm blanket for me. I just get all fuzzy when I read the Image stuff. 
just happy and, and, and content and wow. God, it's that old sense of wonder. Gosh, golly, gee whiz. I, 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 yeah. no, no pretense, just good old fun comics. And I don't usually do this, but I'm going to exploit the podcast and the forum. I need Spawn 140 to 149. If anybody has a lead on Spawn 140 to 149, give me a PM on our forum. That's forum.bullpenbulletinspodcast.com because they are Kind of tough to get. I don't, really? I don't, yeah, I don't see him any, anything after say 130 for spawn, very short supply. Not rare as in eBay rare, but compared to the print runs of the earlier to mid issues, oh yeah, he printed a lot less of them. Well, spawn does not sell anywhere near what it used to sell. Does anything? No, 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 no. I'll, I'll check, I'll check uh, Dark Tower for you this week. Do that. I don't want to pay t- too much for them. You know, a couple okay. bucks a piece. Yeah. yeah. But, David, hey, um, I'm, I'm going to... Let me just... Can we prep David for Rambo 3.5? Oh, shit. Just, just, just really quick. My, my favorite... Sure. <laughs> my favorite line in the whole thing. Rambo and GW are in the basement of the Pentagon trying to scare up some weapons. <laughs> and Rambo says... I like Desert Eagles and Ruger Blackhawks. And Bush says, you like Blackhawks? <laughs> I see that. I see that panel right here. It sounds cool, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> Black. And he, say, and he says it again, Blackhawk. <laughs> oh, this thing is gold. Jim, Jim Rugg is a genius. He's I a genius. It. I can't. Uh, and wait, whoa, there's, a, there, there's the uh, Nazi sign right behind you, W. I can't wait to read this. <laughs> you even have action figures in this. Oh, this is going to be fun. I cannot. Oh, yeah. yeah the, I, I the took... Nazi tattoo line is great. Um, <laughs> I took this with me when I Nina had a softball game, so I was reading this in the car while I was waiting for her to be done, and I was giggling like a like an idiot. I, I just, just... It's... there. There's... It's so much fun, and it's like this uh, high school kind of really juvenile humor but it makes sense when he explains why at the end yeah. i mean it's not just goofy toilet humor just for the sake of it there there's a reason why it's like that and you're gonna love it i can't let's, see how you wouldn't let's, 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 let's save it let's save it up and talk about it next week whenever david, all right excellent all right. yes whenever yeah, david that, takes right? the 10 Jason? minutes to read it i know yeah you, I got, I'll, skid, I'll pencil it in hold on bitches. i do that it was the no, first thing i read uh, from a box game last weekend me too i, I, I just grabbed it uh, out i had to read it <laughs> Okay, so spoiler warning, um, Punisher, issue 16, Frankencastle, uh, is everything that I could possibly want in a comic book. Um, I don't understand why people have a problem with this series, uh, a problem uh, with this series, it's just it's just amazing, uh, it's got everything I want, and uh, near the end of the, um, at the end of the issue, near the end of the issue, You've got this big uh, kind of robot jar in a head, uh, Robocop 2 bone style robot with a chainsaw for a hand and a Gatling gun for the other hand. And then you've got Frankencastle, who's kind of like a big robot with stitches popping off him and Tony Moore giving it to you with the just gristle and just, uh, oh, it's just um, amazing. Um, and they're having a fight and... Um, and then the Punisher gets grappling hook harpoons shot through his back by like, these Japanese monster hunter guys and blood spurting out everywhere. And then the bone sort of punches him in the face and elbows him. And then Manphibian, who you think is dead, then gets to his feet and goes, No! 
slow motion, John Woo style shot in front of uh, uh, Frankencastle uh, to block a blow. You killed my children, you son of a bitch, he says, as he splats to the ground. And then the Bane-style robot punches him in the face, holds a Gatling gun to his head, bang, splats his uh, head all over uh, Frankencastle's face. Um, and then just when you think it's all about to go uh, very, very wrong and the Bone-style robot is about to completely splatter, um, the Punisher finally, Manphibian jumps up with half of his head in his hands and says, in Clint Eastwood's voice, um, oh, no, no, the Bone-style robot says, but I shot you in the face! And then uh, Manphibian says, famously, but I keep my brains in my neck, you son of a bitch. Um, and then, you know, attacks him. Oh, oh, it's just amazing. People, people who don't like this book are allergic to fun. Um, and Rick Remender and Tony Moore should write, uh, write and draw uh, everything because they're, they're just, they're, they're beasts. They're amazing. I love this book. You should get it. Frankencastle, check it out. Bye. I was I was gone for a week and then another half a week because I was sick. Um, I I didn't know if you guys had had a chance to talk about the best single issue of 2010 yet. Oh, wow, of I, 2010. I Ooh. So far, I mean, Hellboy boy in Mexico. Hellboy in Mexico. Have you read it? Oh, uh, I didn't read. I have yet. read it. We didn't talk about it. Uh, but we have, have read it. Single yes. issue of the year. Hmm. Um, it was Richard Corbin art? Yeah, it was amazing. It was uh, well, it was, it was like, fighting vampire luchadors in Mexico. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, I mean, it was help. Help Do you is, hate is a, fun? Help, no, he doesn't. But that is that is a consistently excellent series that that I have to give Mignola has done a great job of um, stewarding out his property to different people but yet somehow maintaining a really keen eye on no matter who he has write yeah. or draw it um he he really they they do it right i mean he's really gets people that that are consistent with his his visual aesthetic and his voice um and i thought it was a, a lot of fun one shot i i'm so far but i read the hellboy stuff in the uh in the oversized uh, library edition mm-hmm. so i'm way 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 behind What's it's currently a, going on with Hellboy? That fine. one shot was a lot of fun. Yeah, that one shot was a lot of fun. That, I, I would not at all call it the the, the best single issue of, oh. of the, the film, but it was fun. So, it was a yet another oh, no, rock it, solid it, Hellboy it's issue. No, it, it's no fucking Avengers number one, but I mean, you've got oh, it. see, but there's no basis for yeah, you comparison now. Those comparisons. Oh, of Bruce Wayne. You're just being hateful. <laughs> that was, you know, that, that Chris was just that was the functional equivalent of that commercial where they show the little girl asking his daddy for stuff all her life, and he gives into her all her whole life, and then she's like, "Daddy, can I um have yeah. some?" For my party, and he's like, No, and she's like, no. You never give me anything I want. That was Christmas then. Just because I didn't say it was the single best issue of the year, he's like, well, Fuck you and your adventures, fucker. <laughs> oh, Vince is all cracked up, but uh, I'll admit that, that, was, that was a little bit of hyperbole, but yeah. I, I absolutely it was quite loved it. Yeah. It, 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 it's kind of everything I love about comics right now, which is you can you can walk into it and you if you if you understand the larger universe, it really kind of um, you know 
opens up to you and and it can it can provide a bigger larger story but if you've never read a, a Hellboy comic before you can jump into this and know right away just exactly what it is and yeah. it's, you know at its core it's it's Hellboy running around Mexico with a a a, a trio of of luchador brothers fighting vampires and it was just so much fun and Corbin's art is Richard Corbin is a guy that I've come to respect so much as an artist and as a storyteller and in this in this one shot I just I had so much fun I read it twice just because I had so much fun with it yeah it was, it was good I, I it that came out what maybe a month ago a month and a half ago maybe it's about that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, that was that was dope. I gotta say, it was good. I was just giving you some shit, but no, it was very good. For, I, 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 I know. My cracky. Hey. No, no, no. Every Richard Corbin comic is a cause for celebration. Mm-hmm. One, of, one, one, one of the few that I can really say, no matter what he works on, it's an event whenever it comes mm-hmm. out. And he, and he works so well in the Hellboy universe. It's uh, uh, the what was the was it the three issue mini that he did uh, the Crooked Man Crooked Man yes yeah which Crooked was Man. which was so good so yeah. Yeah, Hellboy just continues to be uh, a, a really and I think after um, the Wild Hunt and including the Wild Hunt um, Hellboy is at, at a really nice high point right now I mean the, it goes to the it goes to those those times where you're like okay I get it you're just developing the mythos I, I just want to see Hellboy you know beat up huge trolls and 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 fight, and fight and fight luchador vampires you know i just want to see that and and i think hillboy right now is, is at that high point that it's expanding on the mythos but Mignol really understands right. the 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 entertainment value of it which is 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 a very good thing right. hillboy he needs to beat the shit out of things but did you notice well, the the uh sneaky way that mike richardson increase the prices for the Hellboy books they they started with those the series of one shots that mm-hmm. they all re- they released at 350 now if you yeah. notice the last two issues of Abe Sapien the most recent two issue miniseries they were both 350 the next yeah. uh Hellboy uh no the, the not the Witchfinder the Baltimore thing is going to be either 350 or 399 and the next non Hellboy I think the next BPRD is 350 but they're keeping they seem to be keeping the Hellboy proper series and miniseries at 299. I don't know how long that's going to last. But it, it, they're they're getting like and look what Dynamite recently did. Almost no fanfare at all. The Boys is now 399 yeah. and, and yeah. Black Terror is 399. I, I don't. I don't want to get on to a price increase discussion. Right. It's fucking boring. But um, DC, it, it looks like they're following Marvel. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And every, every, everything's going to be three ninety nine. The uh, and I didn't mention it when Vince mentioned the sponsor of the show, but Baltimore flagships number one will be since it won the August for August orders. Uh, 11 o'clock comics comic of the month will be 53 percent off from yep. bcps wow. yep. a steal gotta I get still, it i still have to i still have to read that book have you guys read baltimore i have it i haven't read it no no you know i've got it sitting on the shelf i need to i need to i need to read that bitch because i got a feeling it's probably pretty good <laughs> speaking of hellboy when uh while down south uh popped in two dvds that dad and i watched one was uh 
the first Iron Man movie. I still have to see the second. But the other movie we watched was the first Hellboy movie. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I mean, I, I enjoyed the Golden Army a lot, but I thought the first mm-hmm. Hellboy movie, uh, the exception of Myers, because you needed somebody to somebody's eyes to look through to see this whole little environment. I, yeah. I still like, and it was the director's cut, so you got even some little extended scenes here and there. But even Dad liked it, and I mean, he, you know, he 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 asked, you know, does Perlman ever do a movie where like he can be somewhat normal? I mean, he remembers him from Beauty and the mm-hmm. Beast, and and I remember him from uh, from the Umpteenth Aliens movie and and Blade Two, and and I mean, yeah, he he's but he's got TV that show work, now. and is is he? Yeah, I think he's not. He oh, makes... Sons of Anarchy. Yes. 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 So, uh, but I mean, he's, I, I remember reading the first, I guess John Byrne plotted, but I mean, I remember reading the first Hellboy mini also because it included, uh, Monkey Man and O'Brien from Art Adams. But, uh, I, I have, I think the first trade or two of Hellboy stories. I, I don't, I'm not up to date. I want the library editions, but Hellboy is not a character, unfortunately, or, or the BPRD that that uh, that I read every time it comes out. So it is my, my knowledge in, in the whole universe there is is sorely lacking. But I love the idea of the character. I yeah. love the world that 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 he's in. I'm I'm a Hey I'm an Abe Sapien fan. If only because of the movies, I want to read more about this character. And and uh, and it's it's cool that you know that just. You know, it, it's not Ghost World. It's not you know any any of these well, other kinda. type of, of movies. <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, any yeah. of these other movies based on on lesson law. You know, like like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or Road to Perdition, where it's like really that that was a that was a comic book. It's it's just of all the the characters or the properties to make a movie on. It was it was Hellboy, which which was just the first Hellboy movie from start to finish with the introduction of of the character and how he came through the portal. And I I you know I don't know. How true that is to the comic book, as as far as you know, what's been fleshed out. It's pretty since true. Then. Pretty true. It's it's yeah. just you know it's it's so cool. It's, it's a great story, and and you know whether whether these creatures that uh, that that Mignola and, and and company creator in the comics are actually based in actual mythology, if you want to call it that. It's just Hellboy is just is it, it really is. It's beyond cool. And if if I. I feel like I, I suck just because I'm not up to date on on the character, and I I, I need to find out more about it. Yeah, I. Uh, what did you oh. eat? What did you eat before this episode? What did I eat? Yeah. Anything? Whatever it was, eat it again next week because you're talking up a storm. It's pretty yeah, cool. Baby. I'm no, liking it's, it. It's, 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 it's the had. It's the vodka. He had lots of R and R and R. Yeah. It's the relaxation and Renee. I'll have I, some more vodka next week. I prefer the second uh, over, over the first. I really like the Golden Army. I yeah. mean, not, not not just because you had yeah. uh, you 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 had the extra characters and and it was just it was cool. And I don't know if there's talk of of a third movie or where it can go from here. I, I love the way it ended. I just I, the whole. <laughs> I I hear Gilmore del Toro's uh, schedule just opened up. Yeah, 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 yeah he's got to hop it now. So why not? Um. You know, it I mean, just, just it just seems that I'm sorry it just seems that the groundwork was laid in the first movie now that's out of the way the second movie was all story it was that, great but yeah. therein lies the whole issue with most superhero franchises right or, or yeah. not super comic book franchises it's the the obligatory um you know origin ep- uh, movie is you have to get that out of the way and then you but can But you can but you you can kind of do the origin during the credits I mean yeah we we had the first Spidey movie and then Spider-Man 2 kind of gave you the origin during the credits, even, even, with, even with the Ed Norton Hulk movie. 
Yeah. You, you had the origin during the credits at the beginning. We didn't Which was dope. See. That's one of the reasons I right. love the Ed Norton yeah. movie. Yeah. And, well, I mean, I, I love the Ang Lee movie, too. But it's like you really didn't need the Ang Lee movie to watch. The, I know. Well, no, Citizen Dave, too. Um, it just I mean, seems like the villains oh, okay. and the creatures in the second one were more... They were cleverly. Fitting. They were more cleverly designed than the right, first, right, yeah. and yeah. visually, it, it, was, they, it was it was it was a more it was a more three dimensional movie. It was yeah, more. Yeah, but the yeah, vision, yeah, yeah. It, the vision was close. The two movies have that Del Toro. Just, I have to say, yeah. if, if we could just if we could just do something about Selma Blair, I would be much happier if they make really. Why? I like her. I I like. I'll I'll take like Selma her. over over Scarlet or over. Uh, oh my God! Over, if, if, oh, damn. If if Selma could eat eat like Selma's at least a cracker. Oh no! If she could like. I mean, that's cool that she looks like JRJR's version of Maria Hill and all. That's cool, but I mean. <laughs> oh. I I really like the elf elf woman in the second movie. I I, I forget yes. her name. She yeah. is gorgeous, stunning. And the brother wasn't too bad. And, and for well, that, that's, you know. I love that, that, that Toro will, uh, you know, he'll recycle his 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 actors because that's the same bad guy from the second Blade movie. Ah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never You're seen. You're right. It. I didn't. Yeah. I really? have all 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 of the Blade. Me too. Movies, I've seen all the Blade. Say, so, yeah. So. That's when Ryan Reynolds got his first. Uh, that's when. That's when all these producers were saying, "Yeah, he could be he can, franchise yeah, superhero guy." Look at that. Look at I'm that eight pack. I was just gonna say that. Right? I'm a. I'm a little bit tired of seeing Ryan Reynolds' eight pack on websites. It seems like they're <laughs> advertising that shit all over. I'd rather see him. No, you gotta give him his proper's. I mean, oh, that's, a legitimate, that's a legitimate physique. You gotta. I give know. Him his I know. He's doing the hundred push-up uh, yeah. website uh, about the. Uh, he's doing it. Uh, on, you I know, see. I see. I think he's doing. Put on some more sweaters. I can't. I, I, there's no way I can even come close to. I don't want to be in the same room when someone sees a website with him on it. Uh, I I I don't think it's push-ups he's doing. I think it's more slide-ins. You know what I'm saying? With that wife. <laughs> yeah. You betcha. Uh, you know it. I'm a pig. I'm That's sorry, power people. Power right there. I know. Yeah. So what else we got? We got a little bit more time to talk comics. Um. All right. Well, I want I want to throw something out there that I read. Um. That I think you at least I'm pretty sure most of you guys have read it. Um. But it's very timely. Uh, that's why I picked it up finally. Uh, that is the first volume of Scott Pilgrim. Ooh. Oh, the Haven't first volume? It. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't read none of them. I, none haven't, of them. I haven't either. Yeah. No. Really? Damn, I thought yeah. you guys, I thought I was really? Oh. No, I've never oh, read my, them. Holy shit. Jason and I are the only two that have read Scott Pilgrim. Oh. Isn't that like a manga? Have you, have you read them all? <laughs> no, it's done by an American. I know, so it doesn't I know. Qualify. It's done by Canadian, isn't it? Isn't, isn't yeah, Canadian. Oh, have, he's Canadian. Close, yeah. yeah. You're yeah. close, dude. North America. Yeah, yeah um, Chris, I haven't read it since it's by a Canadian, but... <laughs> well, yeah, it's, 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 it's Canadian manga. Um, it's, I, should just, I should just poke myself in the eye with a pencil. Might as well just call um, it Devil Devil. <laughs> it is... Uh, I've read the, the three volumes, and it is incredibly good at what it does. It is very entertaining, it is it is probably perfect in its scope and purpose. Um, all that said, I'm not nearly hip enough to get it. Uh, yeah, I would say so this, David and I will love it. Yeah. yeah, this book for me, and then seeing the trailers for the movie, which is pending uh, with Michael yeah. Sarah, yeah. Uh, have 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 definitely been one of the more tangible uh, pieces of evidence to 
enforce the fact in my own mind that I am in fact now an old man. I, I, <laughs> I, yes, I you, 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 sir, are old, and Scott Pilgrim will remind you of that every yeah. page. Now, okay, yeah. now to be fair, too, because I know there are a lot of people that have wanted us to talk about Scott Pilgrim, uh, or, or so I don't want to just give the short shrift. Um, I have been told by many people that I mentioned on Twitter that I read the first volume, and uh, many people, Julian uh, Lytle included, have insisted that I need to read at least the second and third as well, because the uh, the, the pacing and uh, uh, and whatnot. And after picks that, up you have to put on you have to put on your skinny pants and your Chuck Taylors. Right. And, um, yeah. yeah, I will say based on what I read in the first volume, in and of itself, um, I, I think you said it right, Chris. I appreciated it for what it was. Um, I can kind of groove as to why it is so popular with a, a contingent of people, um, but it did next to nothing for me. It did next to nothing for me. Mm. I got. I even feel like I got the jokes. I mean, I got you know, hey, let me fight the bad guy. He dies. He get the coins. I mean, I get that. You know, I, I was a yeah. Nintendo kid. I get all the jokes. I guess it just. I'm just past that point in my life, and I just I didn't find it very. The parts that are probably cute and clever to other people, I just thought were like. Right. I just felt like I was revisiting a time when I was, you know, eighteen. Jason, which can... I, 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 I feel like we're closer. Ah, mm. oh, very good. Uh, now, so here's I, the I thing. This is where I, I'm, gonna, I'm about to go in here, and I, I'm going to go in with the notion that we're probably going to get some heat for this, and I'm open to the fact that I'll read the next two ish, two volumes to see. But I will presume, based on the incredible popularity of this series, and having only read the first volume, I will presume that he gets exponentially better as an illustrator in subsequent volumes. Wow. Because what I'm seeing in the first volume is very, very simple-looking stuff. And it works. It works, but I do not think it's incredibly awe-inspiring, put it that way. Like Like, I look at this compared to a lot of the manga that we read or have been talking about, and it just is like... Chicken scratch compared to that, so I, I just I'm, well, I'm, I'm it's, trying it's, to figure it's, out. It's, it's 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 Canadian manga. Well, it's what's the what's the what's the what's the cartoon on uh, on South Park? It's uh, uh is it Terrence and uh, no idea. Oh, oh, come on, yeah, yeah I know I what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't want to get Canadian into manga. into the whole simple being not as uh, good as detailed, but. Warner Brothers cartoons were simple. The designs uh, of of the characters were very simple. There's a beauty in distilling something down to uh, the bare minimum. It's very difficult to do. I've I've only glanced at it, so I can't I can't comment on it. It's not even. It looks very homemade to me. And again, not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just uh, it it just I can again. And I'll, I'll look at the next few volumes. I'm just saying I would be shocked if if this isn't one of those series where. We're in volumes three, four, five, and then six to come, or maybe is it five to come or six to come? At, where you're like, wow, uh, he's really six, six a long way. Is it? Is it? Jim? Know, I, 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 I wouldn't really expect that, Jason. Okay. I, it's from what from what I've from what I've seen. I mean, Brian Lee O'Malley is Brian Lee O'Malley, mm-hmm. and you kind of get used to it. Um, and and once again, it sounds like we're absolutely ripping this thing apart. It is it is perfect at what it is at what it's trying to do, and that's mm-hmm. why people love it. It's it's just well. Then couldn't you construe I, the presentation as being successful? Then 
Of course. I mean, who, yes, well, I, don't, I don't and think that's that, that unassailable. I mean, it's wildly successful exactly. commercially. So, I'm, I mean, I no, can't. I mean, um, I mean, graphically. Um, American Idol. Yeah, is absolutely. But again, I'm just only the first volume. I would, based on that, if, if what I'm saying, Vince, is if, if it looks exactly like this throughout the entirety of the rest of the volumes, I'd be surprised then that it is as popular as it is. Put it that way. Wow. Is it yeah. like James well, Kachalka okay, simple? Uh, 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 you know, different. No, no, different. I, different. I think Kachalka. You know, it's different. He is a confident line. I think Kachalka is. It's not necessarily the kind of stuff that I groove on, but I I look at that and see a much different. I don't see a guy that's sort of scratching it out to tell a story. I see a guy that's choosing to illustrate in that particular manner. It's younger. Mm. Everything. This, about it this is strikes younger. me as and someone that's just not. There's a hesitation. Yeah, it's just he's he's Unsh- he's unsure. Drawing, he's drawing the story it as best as he can but it's really about he needs to tell the story you know what i mean oh. it's 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 not but uh, i don't know um it's, it's the whole yeah, lack I, of I, elbows isn't it uh, <laughs> um there's a lot of androgyny there too which again i guess it's the whole hipster thing and all but you know it's it would it be so wrong to make the dude look like a dude i don't know but <laughs> Oh. I mean, and I get it. Like, I get that's part of the whole charm of it, supposedly. But I'm, you know, I'm not a hipster, so I just, it's just, it's just lost on me. Again, it's one of those things. Cool. It's just not. Yeah. And I'll, I, I promise Julian, I will read the next two volumes because he says it definitely gets better. He said if I didn't hate this one, I'll really like the next two. So I didn't hate this one. I thought it was yeah. fine, but it wasn't something like I had not read it. It never. It struck me all along as something that probably wouldn't be totally up my alley, which is why I never raced out to read it. But with the movie coming out and all that, I said, hey, you know, I'll give the first one a try. And um, you know the the, you the know. movie will probably be far more entertaining to me than the book, but this does not surprise me because mm-hmm. of your opinion of box office poison. Scott Scott Pilgrim is not too far off from those characters. Well, I will tell you this: I I <laughs> um I think I think uh, uh, the artwork in Box Office Poison is significantly better storytelling. Oh, I gotta check this out now. You're talking to Alex Robinson. Yeah. So Alex Robinson is a fantastic cartoonist. So, I mean, I'd just leave it at that, but I, I yeah, so. Um, okay. But anyway. You get, maybe you we should go off on a downer. I, I didn't you want have, to be a You downer. have me intrigued just, now. I'm gonna have to read this, this Scott <laughs> okay. Pilgrim thing. Because I'm ignorant, and I don't like to be. That's it's a quick read. Yeah, it's, it's, no, a know, yeah. it's 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 you know it's black and white manga sized. It's quick. I mean, it's, it's uh, you do read it left to right yeah. though, so it's not quite manga. But um, speaking of Kachalka, I started Super Fuckers. Have you ever read that? Uh, no, uh, I'm curious. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. The, the most yeah, foul-mouthed superheroes you'd you'd ever want to see. Yeah. It's just it, it and it and it takes you back because I'm used to Peanut Butter and Jeremy Kachalka and Magic Elf and and all the the Monkey versus Robot the lighthearted good-natured Kachalka and you get into this and you have characters spewing the most foul language it's like Legion of Superheroes and they they just learned how to curse. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's really funny. But I'm only a couple, you know, maybe about 20 pages into it. I got mm-hmm. to trade. So, yeah, hey, I guess that's all. We, we, yeah. We're kind of stretching it here. Um, once again, we were sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. Check them out for the most spectacular discounts you're ever going to find online. Like we said, anywhere up to 75% off. Comics and collectibles shipped right to your door. You can... You can buy comics in your underwear, just like that chick on TV going to college right. in her pajamas. The new, the new month's order form came out today. 
Yes, and me too. Yes, the new order forms out today, and you can get um, the forthcoming Jacques Tardy book from Fanographics at fifty three percent off. Nice. You won't even be able to done. get it from Amazon for that. Done. So there done. you go. And done, done, in, done. in your travels, check out Michael DeForge's Lose Number One. That's my vote for single issue of the year. <laughs> if, if we're gonna vote, I'm voting for that. And also read Sweet Tooth. Oh, of course. Oh, nice. Jesus yeah, read Sweet Tooth. I'm doing two because I just want to. Um, in your travels, do, do a couple things. Uh, I am finally, finally reading Stray Bullets. And, Yay! Uh, uh, I am, I'm five issues in, and uh, hopefully I'll be about uh, 20 issues in by, uh, by next week and be able to talk about it. But, um, wow, is it awesome. Mm, you uh, betcha. So, so, so tracking down some uh, some stray bullets by David Laffham. It is, uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, from from what I've gotten into now, I'm uh, kind of already realized that this thing is a masterpiece. I and, had visions of this conversation when you uh, first told me that. Yeah, I'm getting stray bullets. I, I thought yeah. he is going to explode all over the place um, when he finally yeah. finishes it. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm 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 gushing right now, and yeah. so we'll maybe talk about it a little bit next week. Um, I would also, love that. Um, uh, check out um, the latest episode of Chris Marshall's Collected Comics Library. Um, he, uh, Chris, had something uh, very, um, um, very shocking and uh, um, potentially horrific happen with his family and his school system, and he kind of talks about that and uh, and uh, kind of changes the way that he looked at a lot of his entertainment. So um, oh, check that man. out. Yeah. Chris, yeah. is, Chris is good people. I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm actually it's uh, in my queue. It's wow. I'm, now I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll just. Uh, um, um, uh, a kid showed up at his kid's school with a gun. And, I saw the tweet. Yes. So some heavy, heavy shit going on in uh, Chris Marshall's uh, life and mm. uh, and the way that he's thinking about stuff. And uh, so yeah. check that out. It's uh, very thought provoking stuff. So if it's in your queue, bump it up. If it's not in your queue, it should go be. It. So, so go get it. Collected yeah. Comics Library. Yeah. yeah. So always, if if you read your comics in collected uh, form, you need to need to listen to Chris's podcast anyway. Even if you don't, he's just damn entertaining. He is. Oh yeah, Chris. Yeah. He's good people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Read read Sweet Tooth. <laughs> listen to Collected Comics Library and check out X Men Origins. Emma Frost. No kid. Interesting. Oh. Uh, written by uh, Valerie Drazio, who wrote uh, the Punisher Butterfly one-shot. Oh, Pencils about. by uh, Carl Moline. Moline? Moline. Oh, really? Who, who, yes, who, of course, draws beautiful women. Uh, inks by Rick Magyar. It's, uh, it's rated A, although I don't know if I'd really go that route. But uh, uh-huh. it's it's a great-looking story. I, I, um, I'm flipping through it now because I... I Want to read things once I'm done with Avengers Forever, but uh, it's uh, it has an excerpt from uh, Uncanny X Men number one thirty one, which of course is uh, drawn by uh, John Byrne and uh, and Terry Austin, written by Chris Claremont. So it it kind of um, the the last page of the one shot kind of of uh, leads into Emma's appearance in in one thirty one, but. Uh, it's it's real pretty, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure it'll read real nice. Once once I read it, I'll I'll talk about it more next week. But but check it out. It it it's a one shot. Go go get it. 
Very nice. Uh, and didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I do want to recommend uh, American Widow. Um, it's, story, uh, it's a graphic novel written by Alyssa Torres uh, and art by Sung Young Choi. Uh, Alyssa, uh, this is her first uh, comics work. She, um, It's the story of her life uh, post-9-11, her um, her her newlywed husband was a uh, was a traitor uh, for Cantor Fitzgerald and was um, for those that that know uh, the 9/11 history. Cantor Fitzgerald was a brokerage firm that was uh, uh, all of the employees, save for the president, were killed uh, in 9/11. Oh and, my uh, God! Yeah, and he. Um, this is a story of her very very personal uh, look into uh, what it was like to be a uh, a widowed new new mother um, with uh, a lot more. Questions and answers at a period of her life that uh, already was, you know, probably going to be a pretty, um, you know, uh, hectic, you know, time uh, because she, you know, <laughs> she was new to being a mother had just gotten married and uh, and then loses her husband and, and really doesn't know why and, and what she's going to do and it's a it's a journey that uh, for as much as it, as the journey starts off very sad it has a very satisfying uh, arc to it she uh, and it's it's tr- it's true life so it's um it's very powerful stuff it's um. Uh, it, it, uh, I'm trying to think what it came out. Uh, I don't know when it came out, but I did pick it up uh, about six months ago. I picked it up. Uh, it's twenty-two dollars cover price, um, and it's by Villard Books. So um, great stuff. It was uh, it was quite powerful stuff. And uh, I can um, imagine. Yeah, it's uh, I, I highly highly recommend it. I don't think she's done any more comics work again. I think she just had the story to tell, and she chose to do it with a, a, a with a partner visually, and um, and it really really works. It, uh, it way was, to do it. Yeah, um, th- this is the kind of slice of life that I, I grew on. Just very, very personal, but 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 uh, but but really told in the. It, but but the she uses the medium, or her I should say her illustrating partner uh, uh, Sung Young Choi uses the medium really effectively. So cool, cool. All right, thank you for being with us this week. And you know what? Like it or not, we'll be back next week with the same crap. So join us, please. <laughs> we're gonna bring the happy next week. Yeah, we're gonna probably talk about <laughs> Avengers Prime. Oh, uh, so we're gonna bring ooh, it happy next week. No, you. Oh my, dude! It's Alan Davis. That's what it is. Said. Yes, it is Alan Davis. Thank goodness. Oh, get out of here! I'm going. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Say bye. See <laughs> I must scold you when we hang up. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye, but I ain't buying that. You see. Well, I was waiting.